Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231, the Memorial Day edition of the program. Live Memorial Day edition. Exactly, and uh, to bring you this Memorial Day show as we are live, we've got a special guest host who's filling in for our normal guest host, uh, Gardner, Go- uh, Gardner Goldsmith, could not be with us today. So in his stead, we have... Puke. 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 To the Hello, show. everybody out there in <laughs> Radio Land. Now, Puke, how did one get a name like Puke? Are you prone to this activity? Well, the uh, the real story is really boring, so I just tell everybody a much better story that I made up, and that is that I <laughs> filled a tuba with vomit in high school. Excellent. That is a good story. So Puke's with us tonight, and uh, he's a member of Iraq Veterans Against the War. And I, we should talk a little bit more about what that is. But I want to start things out tonight with something that we mentioned over the weekend and did not get a chance to get to. Mark, you had something that you wanted to share from uh, General Smedley Butler. And in honor of uh, Memorial Day, you wanted to share the words of uh, a, what is it, a, t- a t- two-time Medal, Medal of Honor winner? Yeah, and a uh, lieutenant general in the United, uh, United States Marine Corps. So it's from the diff- early part of the 20th century. When was this written? The 1940s or something? Like this that? is actually from the 1933, okay. um, from a speech that he delivered. But you know, it it, it seems like when uh, people you know say things against the military-industrial complex or against the idea of war or solving your problems with uh, with violence, institutionalized violence on such a scale, that they're they're usually uh, you know talked about as as though they're cowards um as though they are you know unwilling to fight if uh, if if the metal comes if the metal hits the road or whatever the term mm-hmm. is uh, you know they're just not willing to fight so i thought that uh, the words of smedley butler two-time medal of honor winner and uh, you can call him a coward if you want ought to be uh, pretty appropriate he says war is just a racket a racket is best described i believe as something that is not what it seems to the majority of people Only a small inside group knows what it's about, and it's conducted for the benefit of very few at the expense of the masses. I believe in adequate defense of the coastline and nothing else. If a nation comes over here to fight, we'll fight. The trouble with America is that when the dollar earns 6% over here, then it gets restless and it wants to go overseas and get 100%. Then the the flag follows the dollar and the soldier follows the flag. I wouldn't go to war again, as I've done to protect some lousy investments of the bankers. There are only two things we should fight for. One is the defense of our homes, and the other is the Bill of Rights. War, for any other reason, is simply a racket. There isn't a trick in the racketing bag that the military gang is blind to. It has its finger men to point out enemies, its muscle men to destroy enemies, its brain men to plan war preparations, and a big boss, supranationalistic capitalism and uh, you know uh, i'm not exactly sure what uh, capitalism means here for for uh, smedley butler but it's his speech sounds like he sounds like he's referencing crony capitalism yeah. and the, the idea that there are certain companies that really benefit from the war machine yeah it may seem odd for me a military man to adopt such a comparison truthfulness compels me to I spent 33 years and four months in active military service as a member of this country's most agile military force, the Marine Corps. I served in all commissioned ranks from second lieutenant to major general. And during that period, 
I spent most of my time being a high-class muscle man for big business. By the way, I, I've heard him called a major general and a lieutenant general um, in the, my readings about him, so I'm not, not 100% sure if he ended up as a two-star general, as a three-star general, or if he was like, you know, promoted post-mortem or something like that. I don't know. But I've heard both of these before. Well, I, the, the major general is two-star. Right. Lieutenant is three. Correct. I, that much I know. I know so, it's, it, it's well, backwards. Yeah. People could just get it wrong. You it, know, it, it, journalists do that. Yeah. Misquotes. <laughs> I spent most of my time being a high-class muscle man for big business, for Wall Street, for the bankers. In short, as a racketeer, a gangster for capitalism. I suspect I was just part of the racket at the time. I suspected I was just part of the racket at the time. Now I'm sure of it. Like all the members of the military profession, I never had a thought of my own until I left the service. Mm. My mental faculties remained in suspended animation while I obeyed the orders of higher-ups. And, and, you know, I'm not saying that military mm. men's brains are in neutral. He's saying that. I'm not saying that. But I think that it's – that they don't promote that sort of thought. Obviously, it's a true story for him. Yeah. Right, because right, uh, I, w- I would certainly say that, that uh, my mind was not uh, idle, so to speak, while I was in the military. Um you know, I, I was certainly thinking about stuff like that, and then I also had, uh, you know, thanks to the internet and podcasting, I came across you guys while I was in the military. So I had, uh, you know, information was greater now than it obviously was back in the. That's true. What, yep. World War One, when he was a general and fighting. What and if stuff. he would have? What if somebody? What if you would have shared this information? I mean, you you must have shared it with, with somebody. But what if what if you would have shared that information on a large scale while you're in the military? How would that have gone for you? Well, large scale, absolutely, that would have been bad. They mm-hmm. uh, you, sort of like the same way that you're not allowed to attend uh, political rallies and things like that in uniform. You mm-hmm. can't uh, you can't go to protests and stuff while in uniform. You're allowed to do it while out of uniform. Uh, you know, um, you're. Your chain of command, if they get wind of it, might harass you or something like that, or the yeah. guys. But, but other other people might not. It, it's it's uh, uh you know because I talked to guys about the the whole libertarian thing, and there was a few of them that agreed. But uh, you know, the, the military, at least nowadays, I mean, back in Smedley Butler times, they were all um, drafted for the uh, the Great War, so to speak. Many of them were, yeah, yeah. And um, so nowadays, there's there's a lot of guys like myself that just joined the military for. A myriad amount of reasons uh, to get away from home for college money, uh, just because for whatever reason after nine eleven they felt patriotic mm. and wanted to do something. Sure. So yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of uh, soldiers will think for themselves, but you're just you can't really act on it because you are stuck there. You're you're essentially a uh, you know indentured to the military. Oh yes, because you right. oddly enough signed a contract at 17 or 18 years old. Right, and they're not willing to necessarily stand up, even though we've seen that when that happens, sometimes it works out in the, in the favor of the individual. Uh, I think what Lieutenant Watada uh, from Hawaii was one of the stories where he refused to deploy to either Iraq or Afghanistan. And right. Do you remember the rest of that? How that uh, ended up panning uh, out? They didn't really do no, anything. I don't to recall. Him. Exactly what happened to him. I think he did serve some jail time. Really? I'm not certain. Though. I, I, I think some. Uh, I don't think he did. I think some uh, enlisted guys did, but they don't like to put the lieutenants in jail if they don't have to. Um, that's that's not their game, you know. The, the officer, yeah, well, they're, they're gentlemen. Yes, correct. <laughs> so Smedley Butler continues. I helped make Mexico, especially Tampico, safe for American oil interests in 1914. I helped make change. The more they stay the same, huh? Yep. I helped make Haiti and Cuba a decent place for the national uh, city bank boys to collect revenues in. I helped in the raping of half a dozen Central American republics for the benefits of Wall Street. The record of racketeering is long. I helped purify Nicaragua for international banking 
for the International Banking House of Brown and Brothers in 1909 to 1912, where I've heard, where have I heard that name before? I don't know. <laughs> I have brought light to the Democratic Republic of uh, Dem- Dominican Republic for America sugar interests in 1916 in China. I helped to see that the Standard Oil went its uh, way unmolested. During those years, I had, as the boys in the back room would say, a swell racket. Looking back on it, I felt I could have given uh, Al Capone a few hints. The best he could do is operate his racket in three districts. I operated on three continents. Mm. And that's uh, he yeah. points out there, uh, you know, just sort of vaguely that essentially that's what government is. It's the most successful group of gangsters in a given geographic area. It's true. You know, and and they've got their colors. They they've got their uh, you know little gang symbols. They've got their gang ha- handshakes. They do all that stuff. And they stay together like a gang. And they use uh, coercion like a gang. But absolutely, when you're in the military, they ask you when you uh, sign up and when you're going through basic training if you are a member of any any uh, uh what do they call it uh, extremist organizations. You know that have oh. similar haircuts, similar styles of dress. And uh, I I always uh, sort of being a smartass love to say uh, I am. I'm in the military. <laughs> yeah. There aren't too many other organizations that are so extreme. I'm literally going around the world killing people, exterminating right, and, and, life, and getting away with it, and having people you know people cheer us on. You know, yeah, more blood, yeah. more blood. Sick. It's. <laughs> I, the people that are doing the cheering, and I think this is what's uh, sucking the, um, the the life out of the the war machine to some extent. It's it's getting you know it's it's less violent out there, and it's that the there's the, the proliferations of cameras, journalists embedded, and all that stuff. People can see now what happened, whereas they couldn't see previously. Yeah, watching videos online and seeing it for real that that'll help. It's we are disgusting. Back with yeah. more here in moments. You're welcome to add your thoughts in here. Are you a veteran? Uh, do you want to reflect on what you learned being in the military? 800-259-9231. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian here. Puke is with us as well. And Puke, I'm new. (laughs) And Mark. And, uh, by the way, join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, and they include our bulletin board system. You can get interactive. Over 500,000 posts await you there. It is virtually unmoderated, so keep that in mind as you view. Uh, use your discretion. bbs.freetalklive.com is the place to go. Today's Memorial Day, and here's Mike Buck to tell you why you should share in the special moments and memories with uh, friends and families. You should also be sharing the gift of New Zealand's Nature Bee. Hey, happy Free Talk Live Memorial Day, everybody. You know, you bet. You start taking Nature Bee every day. You get every single one of the 22 elements you need for good existence. That gives you more energy, better sleep, improved concentration, huge boost to that immune system. You take the two golden capsules, you get every vitamin, amino, mineral, and antioxidant your body needs to cope with what's coming up after the holiday. That sounds great, but how will you know that uh, Nature Bee is actually working? You know, it's a good question. Shortly after you take Nature Bee, everybody notices a beautiful deep night's sleep for a change. Then little things, silkier hair, clearer skin, 
longer nails that you've got to cut all the time. You'll be feeling a lot better. And how about this? Tons more energy. Well, tons more energy is certainly good. Uh, how can our uh, how can our listeners uh, get get Nature Bee? See, that's the easy part. There's a couple of ways to do this. Right now, you get a big six month supply, ninety nine ninety five plus delivery. We toss in for free dog live everywhere. Three more months for free. That's all with a money back guarantee. So you make the toll free call. Here it comes one eight six six eight three four eight three five five. It'll be on its way. Eight six six eight three four eight three five five. Or, of course, online, Nature Bee with two E's. That's naturebee.com. Now, Mike, before um, I'm going to give that number again, but I just want uh, to tell us real quick about that money-back guarantee. How do, how do people uh, take advantage of this? If it, doesn't, if it doesn't work out for them, they might be a little worried about it. Tell us about the yeah, money-back guarantee. That is a great question, and here's the deal. The Cook family that owns the company is so sure it's going to work for you, they give it a money-back guarantee. Now, some people in a couple of days, they start feeling better. Some days, some people might take a month, but the good news is, you can take Nature Bee for the full nine months, and if you don't feel the power of pollen that we promise you, you send back the empty jars. We send you back all your money. It's a great deal. Thank you, Mike Buck. Yeah. Uh, everyone, if, that number once again is 866-834-8355. Uh, you can be like me and order yours today or go online at naturebee.com. Our toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. You can join us Again, online at freetalklive.com. Let's go into your phone calls here. I want to come back to discuss Iraq veterans against the war. But first, Eric is in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Eric. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I hope y'all don't mind me changing the subject for a minute. I'd like to say a couple words about the oil spill. By all means. Uh, Well, it's my opinion that the federal government is directly responsible because it was federal regulation that forced BP to build their well in waters over a mile deep where a human being can't even go to the bottom and fix the problem. And uh, that's all I really got to say. I'm going to hang up and listen to y'all's comments. Well, thanks, Eric. I appreciate your call tonight, and I definitely understand where you're coming from. I mean, certainly it's the environmental regulations, as I understand it, that drove BP out there in the first place. Uh, So from that perspective, they're responsible, but of course they're never going to be held responsible. There's no way to... Uh, to do that because, well, they're the government and it's their court system. And, and because corporations are pure evil, they're bad. We have to yeah. blame them. It's it's a lot easier to, to, to blame BP than it is to, to blame the government. You know, And people know that blaming the government isn't going to do any good anyway, so why do it? Toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. Again, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, Puke, joining us here tonight in the studio hello, uh, from Iraq Veterans Against the War. Now, you were out today uh, doing a parade that's correct. I uh, I participated in the uh, Memorial Day parade for Manchester, New Hampshire. So did they? Did, did, did were people receptive? I mean, a Memorial Day parade, uh, you know, Iraq, uh, Iraq veterans against the war. It doesn't. I don't know. It seems like they could be uh, throwing rotten tomatoes at you or something. Well, they uh, apparently they have in the past. This is the first time that I've participated in the uh, the parade here in New Hampshire, and uh, we we got uh, a pretty good amount of applause. I'd say at least. You know, half the people on the side of the road would clap and say, oh, you know, yay. There was uh, there was only uh, 10 of us there. There was also members from uh, uh, Veterans for Peace. And uh, did you have a banner, uh, some sort of yeah, a there signage? Were, there were two banners, a couple flags, an American flag. Gotcha. Uh, then there was me. I just sort of looked stupid because I was just walking along 
with nothing in my hands. Now, do you get all dressed up in your, it, uh, your what do you call them, fatigues? Fatigues, no. Uh, I just, we were just uh, the, the members of the uh, IVAW organization. There was three of us, and we just had our uh, black T-shirts that said Iraq Veterans Against the War mm, okay. on it. Uh, we don't we don't have a uniform. You know, I, I'm sure that uh, if I'd planned it more, you know, I could have put on, like, you know, one of my old army hats or something like that, just yeah. to sort of uh, uh, get the, the role. Yeah, yeah. You get the cred. There was uh, there was one of the gentlemen there, uh, a Vietnam veteran, and he was wearing his you know an old BDU top, and uh, mm-hmm. with a couple piece of battle flags dress running. uniform. Yes, that's okay. correct. Got it. You have to the, get those acronyms the, yeah. out there for people. <laughs> Sorry, the, uh, the you know your typical uh, green, black, and brown yeah. camouflage top from the uh, that you saw throughout the nineties. Now, of course, the army has gone to their fancy digital camouflage, which is called ACU. So Advanced combat uniform. Is it, is it actually better? Than no, you? it's a complete piece of crap. <laughs> well, what, what makes you say that? <laughs> well, it, uh, because actually, it's supposed to blend in. The new ACU pattern is supposed to blend in with more environments, and it turns out that it sort of doesn't blend into any, any of them. Any environments, and well. The, the Army is actually developing now only, I think it's only been like five or six years later, they're actually working on coming out with a, a, another camouflage pattern again why would why would digital be good camouflage I well mean, actually life is very analog <laughs> well actually the, the digital pattern works good because it, it's made up of a you know a bunch of little pixels of squares mm-hmm. uh, nature doesn't have straight lines like the old camouflage was uh, straight well not straight lines but they were curvy lines but you had clear definition between the two colors mm-hmm. so to speak yeah and uh, the marines did it correctly they actually have a desert digital pattern and a woodland digital pattern and uh, then, of course, you know, there's all sorts of. But the army wanted to get a digital pattern that would go everywhere, from Antarctica to the Sahara yeah, Desert. They wanted because <laughs> you could just have one set of colors but, that will of course, co- handle it, it all. Yeah, it's hilarious because they were trying to save money by having only one uniform, <laughs> as opposed to having two uniforms. So they're when trying you deploy, to save money, I mean, right? So the military can save. Well, they're going to end up spending more because now they have to redesign yet a new yeah. pattern and and issue out all this new gear and change the patterns wow. of all the uh you know it accessories just to the sounds like what the government does yeah it? pretty much hey when you got free free money you know just print out some more click some more uh numbers into your computer or, you know bank account for yeah. the army it doesn't matter if they're successful at saving money as long as they try to say we're trying to save money we're trying. Hey, well we're hey here. the president's got the uh peace prize <laughs> we must be for peace right yep the toll-free number, again, is 1-800-259-9231. So, I mean, it doesn't just have to be military discussion here tonight, certainly. Yes, it does. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you want to take it in that direction, it's uh, it's up to you uh, to uh, take control of the airwaves here. Well, p- people are probably thinking, what did uh, Puke do in the military? So what did Puke do in the military? Well, I puked a lot. No. Uh, <laughs> that Yeah, I should just keep the jokes for Mark. He's better at it. <laughs> So I was uh, what you would call a 15 uniform Chinook helicopter mechanic, and uh, I was a crew chief and mechanic on uh, the large Chinook helicopters that look like buses with the two giant rotors. I love those things. Oh, absolutely. It's a great aircraft. We'll come back with more. Uh, you can, if you got a question for Puke, 800-259-9231, or relate your experience, or bring up absolutely anything toll-free, 1-800-259-9231, live Memorial Day edition of Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? 
Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. The live Memorial Day edition when the other hosts are taking the day off. We are here while you're barbecuing or doing whatever it is you're doing. Enjoying your holiday, which is a holiday that I think deserves discussion. Uh, It's one that people tend to kind of jump to certain conclusions about and utter cliches in reference toward. And I think that it uh, behooves us as the iconoclast, the professional iconoclast that we are, uh, to, to point out the folly of uh, the cliches. Uh, thank you for your service, mm. I think, is one of the uh, the most frequent. Now, Puke is with us here tonight. Puke is, uh, as an Iraq veteran against the war, and, and I think it just against war in general. Yeah, that's the, the name's kind of silly. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm against all war now. How, how so do you respond when somebody says, thank you for your service? Well, usually I just say thank you because I don't really want to get into the, you know, a 30 yeah, like minute a argument conversation with, with Yeah, because I'm, you know, just trying to go and pick up some chips at the store or something. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it, it's it's kind of a dilemma because I, I do have uh, relatives that were uh, veterans of, say, the Vietnam conflict. And, you know, they've told me stories about getting spit on and stuff on the street. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think I would prefer that. uh so usually I just say, you know, if I, if I actually want to talk to him, I'll just say like, well, you know, I appreciate the sentiment, but I really didn't do anything for you. You know, sorry, I spent all the money. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a good approach. I appreciate the sentiment uh, because they're yeah, coming because from the, a- They are. They're coming from, you know, what they believe to be the, the um, what did you call it? The good side or you yeah, know, a nice thing to say. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice thing to say. Uh, but but yeah, it is kind of, you know, just sort of the, the misguided concept that, uh, you know, as as they say, you know, thank the thank a veteran because you're free, you know, because of him you're free, and it's like, well, yeah, if it wasn't for you, would be speaking Japanese or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but oddly enough, I still, um, you know, I went to Afghanistan on two separate deployments before I could legally touch alcohol. Uh, you know, I still can't uh, do whatever drugs I want. No, wait, wait, point of information. When you were in Afghanistan, was it difficult for you to get your hands on alcohol? Not at all. I didn't say I didn't touch alcohol. I said I wasn't legally right. allowed to. Of course, I was drink like a fish over there. How did they get it? In there, I mean, the uh, servicemen smuggle it in, or oh uh, no, the Russians, the Russians, when they pulled out, left booze everywhere, and uh, you could just find really? an Afghani boy on base and be like, you know, vodka, vodka, and they'd run off in through the minefield and then come back hopefully later, and you'd have your uh, cheap Russian vodka, and it was the worst rot gut I've ever drank. So the military doesn't actually supply any uh, any beer. No, we're at, we're not allowed to uh, drink alcohol at all when deployed. It's sort of like a, you know, it's it's almost like being a teetotaler organization the military is now. They don't provide alcohol or beer or anything at all. So what, by having uh, some form of alcohol, were you in violation of contraband? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you, you could uh, sneak in alcohol. <laughs> but a yet lot it was said. everywhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, right. right. I mean, it's just like prohibition <laughs> for anything, you know. Guys want to drink yeah. and... Hey, quite frankly, when you're over there in this crap hole, you know, you got to do something. Most guys smoke or do something with tobacco, uh, but 
but the you know one of the tricks was you get somebody to put whiskey in a Listerine bottle and it, you know looks like Listerine and you, they mail it to you. So that that's true, and, and it probably would make it right through. Um, now the about this these this vodka, this terrible vodka that's, that's floating around Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, good Muslims generally don't drink, but who's to say that they're, in fact, good Muslims? And you'd think that somebody at some point would say, hey, let's try some of this stuff. It, well, it's is everybody good. in this country a Christian? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine well, everyone and is also, a Muslim just because in the Muslim, Muslim country. He might not drink, but he might know that he can get those stupid white boys to buy his vodka, and then he can go, you know, purchase whatever. Chew on yeah. pot or whatever yeah, it is that he whatever does. They, they purchase over there because they don't. So did you get much. out much and um, uh, outside the base, I guess, is the first question. And secondly, do do the Afghanis drink it? Is there that much that uh, it's been there for 30 years and they're still and they've been drinking it and it's still there? Or is it just, you know, leftover? Or, well, I really uh, I really don't have clear answers for that. I'm sure that some do drink it uh, because, you know, they are. There are different sects and different religions over mm-hmm. there. And I'm sure there's guys up up in the uh, the mountains that drink. But uh, my first deployment to Afghanistan, I was actually crewing aircraft, so we went off base and you know participated in missions and stuff. And uh, but it, it really wasn't like I didn't have contact with locals. You know, we were just flying over them and scaring the women and children as we you know scared their sheep away from the fields and stuff like that, and just generally pissed you off the populace. Yeah. What, so what did you guys? What were you flying over them for? Looking for some, no, some, just, the, the, the going, flashing uh, neon "I am a Taliban" sign, or no, what? just going from point A to point B. Okay. You know, you would fly from the base to a, a, a usually another base or some exfil location where you drop off troops or uh, cargo, and uh, a lot of times you're doing. Um, did you say targo? Cargo. I might have, okay, but I, just, I meant to say cargo. It might have been me. I don't know. In the military, anyway, we call it targo because we're tards. <laughs> but they, uh, you know, you'd be flying in this big helicopter, and you know, most of these people, the last thing they knew of was the Russians, you know, shooting at them or something. Yeah. And now we're shooting at them. Airplanes so, don't do, so, yeah, are these, not good news for them. These big loud helicopters come over, and the women, you know, throw their arms up in the air and run off. And, <laughs> and on more than one occasion, we've flown over. You know, guys with their herds of sheep, and the sheep run off, and the guys, you know, you can see them like yeah, not happy shaking their fist at us. Yeah. One time, we flew over a field, and and uh, I saw the guy had an oxen on a plow, and the oxen took off when we flew over it, and was basically dragging yeah. the guy through the field. And I was oh, like, God. you know, it's obviously horrible. that guy was not like Yay America right. that day. So, right now, was there a lot of Yay America? Was there any of that that you uh, were were obvious uh, or that, that that was very obvious to you from the Afghanis? Yeah. Yeah, not really. I mean, I wouldn't expect so. Well, I'd be the, yay America if somebody had with the, with you know several guys with auto, fully automatic weapons and uh, combat gear were right in front of me. Yes, we yeah. like you here, yeah, yeah. John Wayne. Well, good. I'm sure, I'm sure they you know they liked us when we purchased their uh, their vodka from them across sure. the fence and stuff like that. Yeah, but, for ten times what they'd be able to get to any place. Yeah, else. I'm sure it's like any other occupied country. The locals, you know, if 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 they can uh, figure out some way to profit off of the the soldiers there, then yeah, they probably like that. But most of them, I'm sure. Just when their relatives die in a fire uh, from an you know, explosive. Yeah, like when the Canadians, you know, I was there for the, the big Canadian mistake where they bombed the wedding. Oh, boy. You know, oh, I, was, I, I actually was on the mission that flew, Har- what's his name, Karzai, Hamid Karzai, yeah. whatever. He, he flew down to uh, Kandahar and, you know, his, his diplomatic uh, government cronies or whatever to try and smooth things over. Yeah, you know, sorry I mean, about so- the wedding, Yeah, guys. we're sorry that we All killed half people. your family and, you know, your wedding is not exactly uh, the best in the world. Weddings now. really are big deals there, too, as I understand well, I'm it. I'm sure they're big deals here. And, I, yeah. you know, if anybody was having their wedding at the church and, you know, a J-Dam came through the window and killed half of them, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's not something, it's what not a Kodak a moment. Oh, a J-Dam is uh, Joint Defense 
something munition or something like that. It's a big bomb, big like bomb. a five hundred pounder. It's a smart bomb. It wouldn't kill uh, right. innocents. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> this shrap- is what people think about these smart the shrap- bombs. The shrapnel flies out and seeks out only the terrorists. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just like they said in uh, Stanley Kubrick's excellent film, uh, Full Metal Jacket, how do you know that he's a, a VC? You he's know, dead. He's dead. Mm-hmm. And how do you know, he, or he's running or something, how do you know he's a, a well-disciplined VC is when he's standing still or something like that. I forget wow. how the quote goes. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. So basically, if they look like the enemy, they are the enemy. Yeah, if they're not white and in an army uniform, that's essentially how you could tell well, they're the enemy. Isn't that the mentality that we've heard so many time, uh, times from the people that call, some of the people that call this show, is that it's them. Them. They did the, the terrorism. Right, Every single speak. one of the people in Afghanistan and Iraq are guilty of uh, terrorism, so they should be exterminated. Is It seems to be the, the message, and it's just this blind thoughtless mentality right and you know i did have some chance to you know there's like a guy there in the bazaar that sold his stuff and we had this you know little bazaar where where guys could come on and sell their you know fake uh swords or their pakistani junk and soldiers would pay 40 bucks for it but uh you know you talk to them and you know they would they were just they're they're human beings just like everybody else they they have their their hobbies and they love their family and they you know they have a job they're trying to survive you know, when you boil down to the basics of humanity, we're all the same. Well, I wish we had more military members who thought that way. I mean, if that well, were I the think case. that I think you find a lot. I think you'll find that a lot of soldiers really do want peace, and they find these lessons don't want out it bad enough to uh, to stop following bad orders. Well, and and then you have an endless supply of high school children, eighteen years old. That, yeah. you know, the brainwashed. Yeah. Talk is cheap, you know. Oh yeah, I want peace, but I'm going to go on a mission. And well, kill I, some people I'm guilty tonight. of it myself. I didn't, you know, leave the military. I just when my time was up, that's when. That's I left. what everybody does. They say I got three more months, or I can make a big stink now. I understand. It's easier to go along to get along. 800-259-9231, and that's why we're where we at. Uh, because that's why the government keeps getting bigger. It's free talk line. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Dial in via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. We're here live for the Memorial Day edition of the program. Puke is joining us here in the studio. Hello. Uh, He is of Iraq Veterans Against the War. Now, there's another organization you mentioned, uh, uh, Veterans for Peace? Correct. What's the difference between the two? Uh, Is it just Iraq Veterans Against the the War are only against the Iraq War? Yeah, essentially there's there's, uh, several different uh, peace organizations for veterans. There's Veterans for Peace. There's like uh, the Vietnam veterans against the war, and there's an Iraq veterans against the war. I don't know if there's an Afghanistan veterans against the war, though. But um, yeah, essentially— uh, You were in a, both, though, right? Yeah, so I was—I uh, took the uh, whirlwind tour of the Middle East. <laughs> um, so yeah, Iraq veterans against the war is essentially—their their main mission was uh, against the Iraq war— which is is kind of silly, you know. They should transition into like uh, you know just veterans for peace or or just uh, veterans against war or something mm-hmm. to that effect, because of course uh, eventually the conflict might end. And you know, since Obama became elected, a lot of people um, 
of course, buy into his rhetoric. Peace is reigning yeah, at this point. That, yeah, He's got well, the peace you know, prize. Uh, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're now downsizing the military and getting out of all the places we shouldn't be. Yeah, so and, now a lot of the IVAW board members are not even actual like combat veterans. They might not have even deployed and stuff. And so they're just kind of, uh, you know, a lot of the, the issues coming up lately have been for like, um, was it, uh, you know, uh, health benefits or whatever for mm-hmm. wounded veterans, stuff like that. And it's like there are already organizations out there that deal with that. You know, there should be a, a modern veterans association against war, period. Do you find that uh, the Iraq veterans against the war are generally um, anti-war or that they just specifically disagree with this one particular war and that they'd be just as, you know, they'd be likely to support another war? Yeah, actually, uh, a lot of the members, like, I, I don't pay a whole hell of a lot of attention to the organization. I just sort of became a member and do some stuff in New Hampshire, essentially. But uh, from what I have read, yeah, a lot of the members are, you know, they don't they don't have a problem with Afghanistan, essentially, stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they feel that Afghanistan is justified because they've, you know, uh, bought into the rhetoric of, you they know. They voted differently for that one. Yeah, that's where the enemy came from, even though they were Saudi. So are, are you like also that. a member of Veterans for Peace? No, I am not. Well, not it seems like they, I should would, be. they may be a little bit more, I mean, I'm just, I'm speculating. I've never been involved in either organization. Uh, but perhaps Veterans for Peace, just based on the name, would have uh, a little bit more of a, a principled anti-war stance. Yeah, I believe that the the, or, the two organizations are actually, uh, like IVAW was an offshoot of Veterans for Peace, I believe, or mm. something to that effect. Um, but yeah, it, it would be a probably a better organization because they're not they're not hampered by the name of a, a current conflict you know they right. they can they're just veterans who are for peace you yeah know? If I mean, you can't really get more of a plain message than that right if you're for peace then there's no there's no inconsistency there right i mean you're not uh, for killing people into the right circle well, if i were the general then i would have done it this way yeah you know iraq veterans against the the, the iraq war but any yeah. other war well yeah hey you know open up that can of whoop ass all right so you can bring up anything here uh, let's go to dave listening in montana you're on free talk live on the memorial day edition hello dave Happy Memorial Day, and uh, I thank you guys for being live. Everybody else is all recordings and everything. That's a good way to celebrate Memorial Day. I'm actually a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to tell Puke, I used to get my weed and eight-track tapes sent to me when I was in the service. Ah, there you go. (laughs) Sweet. I was in the Marine Corps from 75, 79. Was there a lot of uh, weed uh, smoking that you were aware of back then? Oh yeah. They were in a pe- what about you? Navy, there's weed guy, smoking now. Navy guys had the tie stick all the time, so I used to trade beer <laughs> for tie stick. Yeah, there, there are guys to... in Iraq that uh, got busted. I know for weed in my unit, so it, it was happening absolutely. Hmm. Thanks, yeah. Dave. What else do you want to share? And uh, I, I want to ask Puke, did he see anything that was like uh, rem- left over from uh, like Alexander the Great or? Was he near any of the spots where Alexander and his boys hung out and stuff? And well, that's possible. I didn't see any signposts or anything. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Alexander was here. I did miss out on... Uh, I, there was a mission I could have flown on in my first deployment to Afghanistan where they... Uh, some some of my buddies were on the, on the mission and they flew past where the world's largest Buddhas used to be before the Taliban artillery, you know... Uh, blew it did, up, yeah, man. shot artillery at it and blew them up. But uh, I, I haven't really, I don't know if I flew over any historic sites in Iraq or anything like that. Uh, well, Usually you're just scaring sheep herders. Af- yeah. Afghanistan's been a, a spot 
that empire has been trying to control forever. Man. Yeah, there was a there's a lot of spots out there in Afghanistan. Like you know, you'll be flying along and uh, on the side of a mountain, there's an a, an old Russian tank just sitting there with the tracks come mm-hmm. off, and you wow. know it's in the middle of nowhere. And then you shoot at it for target practice. But isn't that going to hurt you? I mean, there's, things ricochet off tanks, right? Uh, not when you're flying by like a hundred feet see. over it at you know eighty miles an hour. I see. You just shoot it with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. We. I was uh, <laughs> stationed like down. I was stationed down in Okinawa and the Philippines and Korea and on a ship a lot. So it was really hot. You know, we used to. Oh yeah. Get the beer cold by using uh, CO two. You know, the fire extinguisher. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. We used to go down in the t- tank deck down there, and everything's so close together. It would take a half hour to climb into a good spot where nobody could get to you, and we'd just unload a CO2 <laughs> fire. And we knew the guy who uh, reloaded them, so we we got them reloaded. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, go, how yeah. did you get away with uh, expending the... No, uh, because he... Uh, the Navy and the Marines, like they call the Navy guys, squids and the Marine mm-hmm. jarheads. But I was like the peak, the go-between because I kept going back and forth to shore so I could bring the beer back and the Navy guys liked me. So I, I was like the peacekeeper. So I would set everything up. I'd go get the guy with the mm-hmm. CO2 thing. And then, you, <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah, and then the Filipinos story. would come at night to to the ship in little boats and everything, and and we'd put down a little bag, and we could you could buy like all <laughs> kinds of knives and, <laughs> and weed and anything you wanted, you buy off of that. Maybe so what kind of work out. did they have you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was with a, a construction crew. I was like a Marine CB. We used to go around making Harrier pads and. This was to, Walmart because they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to set up uh, F4. Uh, catapults and like little airports we could set up an airport like in 17 hours by putting down this mm-hmm. aluminum matting and stuff and catapults yeah. and uh, i i dealt with f4s harriers a6s they're all over with now they don't use them no more so I how much so how much of your day was spent doing uh that kind of work versus Just eight hours around. it was like a regular job because mm-hmm. i was in peacetime 75 to 79 mm-hmm. And we used to just go around playing war on the islands of the Philippines and stuff like that. Dave, thanks for sharing the story tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and uh, thanks for the call at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Jeremy in Rhode Island. You're on Free Talk Live, the Puke and Mark. Hey. Hey, Jeremy. Um, I've noticed uh, talking to veterans, um, especially sometimes over Facebook and whatnot, that there's a lot of, well, they want us here. It's always the first part of it always starts off with they want us here. Uh, referring to like Iraq and Afghanistan, yeah, and the second part, no, but the second part is we're giving them stuff. Well, they don't yeah, follow us in that order. I guess so it's death like, okay, so guys, you're not shooting giving. at and blowing up, and you're giving stuff and playing Santa Claus with. They like you, but it's always we're giving them stuff, and it's all, wow, you went to the store and you bought food and water for these people with your money. That's, I mean, that's really altruistic. Well, there, oh, are, uh, yeah, there are contractors like Kellogg, Brown, and Root that, that are building stuff. Uh, like the soldiers themselves don't, you know, we might hand out candy or something every now and then. But, uh, so you're right, saying but that, that the claim is that they're getting schools and infrastructure and that sort of thing? Is that the claim? Well, no, a lot of it's, uh, you know, we give them food and we give them water. Really? Okay. Well, we have to because we destroyed all of give, their infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, but they aren't giving it to them. They're, they're I mean... 
it's like if I stole something from Mark and if I stole an iPod from Mark and gave it to Ian. I didn't really... I mean, I guess... Well, right, I the soldier is not giving something. He He's just, you know, taking yeah. from the stores of the, the, you know, the base or something like that. And, you know, he didn't pay for the food himself, is what you're saying, correct? Yeah, it's not, it's not nearly as altruistic as I try to make it sound. No, so absolutely the, not. Right, the individual does not have to give of themselves. Uh, they're being paid to Yeah, the deliver. soldier just goes out and gets a box of MREs and whips them off a truck. You know, right. he's not actually uh, you know paying for those MREs with his salary There's or no anything. There's no cost to him. He's getting paid to uh, hand out freebies from the taxpayer uh, to those people. So, thanks for the clarification on that, uh, Jeremy. Anything else you want to share? Um... No, I guess that's about it. Thank you for the you call. Know, the Appreciate Thank you. Yep. 800-259-9231. Yeah, so the, what, I guess what he's saying is is the, the claim that they want us here is fallacious because who is they and how many yeah. are they? And if they are 51% of the population, do they get to uh, tell the other 49% what to do? I mean, if they wanted you there, then they wouldn't be shooting at you. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. Hour number two is on the way. We'll talk about some real heroes here in a moment. 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Hour two coming up next. Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program here for the live Memorial Day edition of the show. Just because it's a so-called holiday doesn't mean we stop doing uh, live programming for you. So you can dial in and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything at 800-259-9231 tonight. It's Ian. And Puke. And Mark. Join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. All the features there. We give away those other talk show hosts. They want to charge you for accessing their websites. Ours is free, so enjoy. Over at freetalklive.com. As we continue here, uh, we were going to take your phone calls, but Frank dropped off the line. So in that case, we'll talk about some real heroes. Because a lot of people just, uh, eh, off the cuff, they'll say, well, thanks for your service. Uh, You're a real hero because you, what, did what the politicians told you to do? I'm not real sure where the heroism is in that. And you pointed out, Mark, over the weekend that within the parameters of what they've been told to do, in many cases, there are acts of heroism that are courage. Uh, it's it, it's courageous to do many of the things that they they do. But, but it's not necessarily moral uh, to be involved in doing that. Right. And I think that heroism is would be defined by a level of morality. And just because the politicians told you to do it doesn't mean that it's moral. It might be courageous, well, it's, but it's, it's uh 
being in the military itself is not necessarily heroic. It is a, a career, and essentially the military nowadays is a corporation that you work for. Um, but, you know, it's it's when you're in a combat situation, as they say, you're there for the guy next to you. You're right. Not, you're, you know, when the bullets start flying, it's it's you are either going to live or you are going to die. And that's where the true heroic situations come in because, I mean, when it comes down to it, you're trying to save your buddies and he's hopefully trying to save your own mm-hmm. life. And, and, you know, war, I think it was one of the, uh, the uh, Civil War generals said war or... Uh, was it war means fighting and fighting means killing, and uh, that's that's what it boils down to. So that's that's where some heroic acts can come into, but usually those heroic acts end in somebody dying somewhere somehow. They're based in uh, necessity and not based in, as you're saying, Mark, morality. Right, and and uh, you know, it, I Survival. I try to. It's not not really look like I'm pointing fingers at the guys who did it. You know, like the the, the but military you have guys. To. Well, you don't have to entirely because the guy that they're fighting to protect, the government brought over there too. You know, if you're fighting to protect your buddies, I don't think there's anything wrong with shooting up a bunch of people to if if you know there's a little knot of you guys, you know, and you're being held by down by enemy fire and firing back. There's nothing wrong with doing that. Trying just well, what's because wrong you're is there, going there in the first place. Understood, but you're there and your buddy there and you're all going to die if you don't do something about it so i don't think there's anything wrong with that however there's some problems with a from a moral standpoint and thinking that whatever it is is heroic you know and giving uh, you know medals to these people the organization that sent you over there is going to give is the one that gives the medals and somehow that makes it you know okay i guess yeah so let's talk about some real heroes this story is from examiner.com where early yesterday mornings from chicago an 80-year-old Korean War veteran faced an armed home invader whose first reaction upon seeing the homeowner was to fire two shots at him. Fortunately, both missed. Also, fortunately, his was not the only gun on the scene. An 80-year-old Army veteran shot and killed an armed man who'd broken into the two, uh, the two flat where he and his wife live in East Garland Park early this morning and fired at that's him. What they, that's what they call a, uh, a, a you know, essentially a duplex stacked on top of each other um, there in, in, in the Chicagoland area. Other accounts of the incident reveal the homeowner's firearm was a handgun, possession in which of, of which rather Chicago in Chicago is, at least pending the Supreme Court's McDonald v. Chicago decision expected next month, illegal. This <gasps> upstanding citizen, in other words, by all accounts, well-liked and respected by neighbors, is a gun criminal by the law's of the city He's of Chicago. Criminal, you should be punished. This is and and this is the problem with the laws of the land is they take good people doing the right thing and they make them criminals. He should have done the right thing, called the police, and when they showed up, they could mop up his blood and guts. Yes, and, you know, <laughs> and should have died. Figure out what happened because and died and and made a good good story for uh, you know this this brave Vietnam War vet or Korean War veteran is now dead. Instead. A, you know, the criminal is now no longer a threat to anyone else. Yes, he's not stealing anybody else's stuff. What would have persuaded such a man to break the law with regards to Chicago's handgun ban? To think, in other words, that it's, to paraphrase, better for the police to catch him with it than the robber to catch him without it. A previous armed robbery a couple months ago, the man, a Korean War veteran with three children and six grandkids, had been robbed at gunpoint at his home by three intruders, his son said. The robbers took $150, he said, and his father bought a gun and vowed never to be a victim again. Wait, wait, didn't you say that uh, handguns were not legal in Chicago? Oh, yeah, they're not. How did, how did he get a handgun? Oh, jeez, do I don't know. 
you wouldn't you would think if they just it's make crazy. something illegal, it's impossible to get your hands on. That's what I've always heard. <laughs> so where does this leave the man, legally speaking? Apparently not in bad shape. No charges are expected for the man in his 80s who fatally shot an armed assailant during the home invasion. It would be a PR disaster to uh, charge this guy. Although it has happened. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I bet they would have gone after somebody who was, say, 40 or 20. Likely. Or maybe not a veteran. There's that factor You know, as if, well. he was, if he was, uh, say, some tattooed kid in his 20s or 30s, mm-hmm. maybe not a kid, kind of old, but you know. Instead, he's a grandfather. He's a veteran. He's old, you know. So, so to some extent, the what the government will do as far as its absurdities go are limited by to, to some extent by public relations. So, if the government uh, people go after eighty-year-old vet, army veterans and attack them, it's much more difficult for them to defend themselves in the court of public opinion. Uh, because they could yeah, do it certainly. legally. I mean, if if they wanted to, they could do it, and it, oh, it yeah. likely wouldn't stop anybody from from voting or paying taxes. It's just no. that they decided well, that there might be a little outrage, public yeah. outrage, and that'd be it. They decided, and it would probably the outrage would come on to you know the aldermen, the people that are elected there as the so-called representatives uh, in the city of Chicago. They would probably feel the most heat from it. Uh, of course, everybody can pass the buck. So I guess it's a good sign. It's a sign that there's some hope that uh, in a case like this, they didn't go after this guy. Um, however, I doubt that all of a sudden gun ownership is going to start popping up all over Chicago because people will uh, will be feeling safe as a result of the fact that this guy hasn't been brought up on charges. Uh, but it's still risky. I mean, you know, yeah. like I said, if it, if yeah, if he had been caught with the handgun. While not defending his home, he probably would have been, you know, charged and arrested or likely, just like anything else. Or maybe they would have uh, just stolen the handgun from him and take, uh, you know, hit him with a ticket because it would look bad again for them to take an 80-year-old man and put him in a jail cell. But it's not as uh, the the PR negativity just isn't there when you ticket somebody, which yeah. is why they have the ticketing process in the first place. It's technically an arrest when you're when it you're is, ticketed. Yeah. It's technically an arrest, but it doesn't have all the show of the actual cuffing of an old man and yeah. putting him in a police car. Well, ticketing uh, is is just the it's just them extracting the money. It, it's bare bones. Them just saying, "Hey, we want your money." It's not like we really, you know, we're really concerned about what it is you're doing. We just want the money. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free done. Let's go uns- uh, unscreen to the amp only line. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? All right, this is Matt from uh, Illinois. Yes, sir. And uh, you were talking about a uh, gun, uh, a guy in Chicago who who uh, uh, shot a home invader with his gun. And I just wanted to make it clear that the entire state of Illinois is not anti-gun. It's just the city, in fact, just the city proper of Chicago. Uh 30 miles outside of of Chicago, you can buy guns at Walmart. Well, that's good, but uh, I, it was my understanding that Illinois in general is an unfriendly place for gun owners. Well, I would I would argue that. Right. I, I thought uh, Illinois, Illinois did not have highly, any provisions for concealed carry. Well, yeah, no, you can't do that, but Illinois is a highly um, rural area. I mean, there is a lot. It's a big state. So you There's could own, a lot uh, of like, what, a, a double-barreled shotgun and a, yeah. a hunting rifle? Well, uh, there's lots of pistols, too. Um, okay. One of wait, the, one of the wait, wait a minute. Can you conceal... Gun, 
what point of information can you concealed carry in Illinois? I, I missed that point. Oh no, no, I don't think you can concealed carry in Illinois. They probably yeah. Are so that would rural, not be a very uh, gun friendly. I wouldn't consider yeah, that to be a gun friendly state in the, in the least. Yeah, in Illinois, I believe uh, you can't I even pay for it. Like. I would call it gun friendly, but there is a gun culture out here. Well, there's always going to be a gun culture, I think, in most places that are, are of a rural nature. It's and, America. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Hey, thanks, um, Matt, for the call. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. Notorious space pirate Phoebus Crumb had retired to a frontier world, only to see it destroyed by raiders. Now, Crumb is given a new ship, a new crew, and a dangerous new mission. Infiltrate deep within enemy territory and destroy a deadly dreadnought that threatens the balance of galactic power. Follow the illustrated adventures of L. Neil Smith's Phoebus Crumb online now at bigheadpress.com pk. Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in, bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here. And puke! And <laughs> Mark. Wow, that was, well, that was a pretty good radio puke there, uh, puke. I uh, could do that pretty easily. I don't know what's so hard about doing that. It's not hard to radio puke at all. Tighten your voice. You can add about like a little radio puke. Just kind of... <laughs> You know, you just have to put it'll a little like, slur uh, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pioca on the air of Free Talk Live. You got it, yeah. It's really not that hard, everybody, you know. You just kind of, kind of, you, I don't really know how to explain how you do it. I mean, they, these guys do it all day long. I don't know why you do it. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's but, well, there's there's also neck voice where you, uh, oh, you, yeah, know, you, one, you get yeah. kind of gravelly. Yeah. That's the other thing. 1-800-259-9231. All right, you can bring up anything here. Radio uh, is fun. The story <laughs> earlier was about a, an 80-year-old man, an Iraq, or excuse me, not a Iraq, Korean War veteran. <laughs> they extended who, the age range, but yeah. not that much. Who was, uh, was caught for using a gun, a firearm, to defend his home against an armed intruder. And they, they traded a few shots, I guess. And uh, no, one was, uh, no one ended up with a bullet in them. And he successfully repelled the invader and luckily was not charged with any criminal. So he, the guy just left? The invader Apparently, ended yeah. up with a bullet in him, I thought. I thought oh, he really? said he I shot the, the guy, yeah. It was my understanding the story said that no one ended up uh, No, two that. shots were fired by the intruder, missed the old man, and the old man killed the intruder. Oh, crap. How did I miss that detail in that story? Yeah, that's I'm what I thought happened, too. <laughs> that's what I thought I heard. Maybe I was just fantasizing. Yay, old man. Well, uh, yeah, according to uh, according to examiner.com, you know, I can actually pull up the uh, actual official news story here. Chicago. So, yeah, sure enough, he did kill the home invader. And they, they're not charging him, which is very unusual in a, in a lot of cases and not just in cities like Chicago. In a number of places around this country, people who have uh, successfully defended their home from somebody and ended up taking the life of the intruder in, in that defense uh, have been charged with criminal acts been not just for possession of a firearm but i mean much worse actual uh i don't know if homicide is the right word but manslaughter and things like that people have been charged with stuff like that so i mean this guy really did luck out in that they didn't go after him even yeah no no, to any extent he just didn't use it i mean it's bad enough in places like chicago if you fire a firearm 
you know that's bad stuff and but he actually killed a person and and they're not prosecuting so it's uh, i mean i think he won the lottery on that I absolutely agree, and certainly his age is probably the number one factor. And as you pointed out, Puke, the fact that he's also a veteran uh, is another factor as to why the government people just decided to look the other way on this one, which, in their uh, you know, to their credit, was the right thing to do was to yeah. to leave this guy alone. And it's it's enough to have to deal with. I can only imagine it's enough to have to deal with taking another man's life even though that even though that person was aggressing against you and putting you in in da- in danger it still cannot be an easy thing uh to take another human being's life yeah it's life. sort of naturally ingrained into the you know basically all animals as far as i know are kind of ingrained with that self-preservation that they don't kill their own kind and humans especially you know we have you know these concepts like morality and stuff and certainly taking another person's life even in in a situation where they are trying to take yours is still difficult yeah. for most human beings, it, as if, it should be. Even if it's um, not bi- uh, difficult, it's certainly something that sticks in in one's mind. I mean, you're going to you think know, about it. Yeah, even as a veteran, you're going to you're going to think about that. And uh, culturally, we're raised to you know not be you know for, you know that the idea of killing someone's very bad. So I don't know I don't know what it's like in other cultures where they sort of uh, uh, you know lionize the idea of killing other people and, and things like that. But that's not how it is here, and it can be very very difficult on your psyche, I'm sure. Yeah, I, so. I don't know about that. Americans are uh, they they love their violence and they're you know they're yeah, but you're just told not to uh, at the same time. You're you're told you know the movies uh, you know glorify it and all that stuff, but only under certain circumstances, I suppose. So to deal with that and to deal with the knowledge that you're living in a, a very obviously a very unsafe part of town, uh, that you've got an, you've got enough problems on your plate already, having to cope with what you've just been through. To have the government add on to that, any kind of charges would be even more so devastating, especially well, I'm to sure somebody the cleaning who's bill itself is probably outrageous. Yeah, oh my gosh! Yeah, how do how do you deal with that? They have uh, enzymatic cleaners. There's actual. I don't know if I, I've seen a, a a television show where they followed a guy around that uh, cleaned up homicide scenes and stuff like. Yeah. yeah, like the police call him in and you know they get in their biohazard suits and they have all their you know vacuum cleaners and they clean yeah, up blood and guts. That's the part of the the part of the violence the movies don't normally show. There are a select few uh, films that uh, we'll Pulp Fiction. Sh- well, Pulp, that was what <laughs> I was thinking of. Show it to some extent. I'm sure it's dramatized, but uh, you know you don't normally see the aftermath. Yeah, real life the, is messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so you just see the, the you know the gore shot, and that's it. They cut to the next scene, but you don't have to see the rest. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to Jacob in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jacob. Jacob in Florida. Going once. Jacob, I hear right something. here. There you are. Go ahead. You're on uh, Free Talk Live. Okay. Okay. Hey, well, I just wanted to bring up a point, you know, bring up some stuff that you don't hear. It was uh, the pre on the internet a while. I'm on the air right now. You are, yes. sir. Okay. The idea about that oil spill, here's the deal. They got it off a Russian intelligence source that a Cuban submarine... Out, I'm not a Cuban, but a North Korean submarine. Whoa! Yeah, North Korean submarine out of maybe it was just Havana. an Axis of Evil submarine. A North a little Korean Cuban, submarine, a little North Korean, yeah, a little I mean, Iraqi. Blew up that blew up that oil rig, and it was a suicide mission. Now, but also <laughs> they reported that Obama had told the press not to, you know, keep it quiet. Does a North but Korean sub use the Panama Canal? 
was a you know Russian intelligence source. Uh-huh. And, so and, and now, wait a minute. Point, 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 point of point of hold on. That. Point of information. The Russian intelligence source. Are you uh, the person who's cultivating the source? Did they come to you with the the report? Nope. Nope. It was on Brother Stairs. You know who he is? No. Shortwave preacher. Who? Oh, a what preacher? <laughs> shortwave. Maybe you don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> People well, still I mean, listen not, to shortwave I'm radio? I'm serious and not too flip, but it was a shortwave radio yeah. preacher. He's on a lot of stations, Okay, and he hits some news sometimes, On you know, and he said that, yeah, he picked it up on the Internet off, and he gave the website that uh, it, that that oil rig had been blown up down there by a North Korean submarine out of Havana. And his Time source, to... and he mm. said he gave the source anybody... Could look it yeah, up. It had to do with that Russian intelligence, like the Russian CIA had reported that, but they also said that Obama told the media to black it out. And, you know, I heard it, and then I never you, heard You heard it on shortwave else. radio, right? You heard what? it. The, so you heard this on a preacher show on shortwave yep. radio, and, yep. uh, yep. and so the, do you recall what I'm the website was? It's totally credible, but I'm saying no, that nobody isn't. else said anything. <laughs> And the name is Stare, Brother Stare. He's out of uh, Walterboro, South Carolina. Is that like Stare as in I'm going to stare at you or Stare as in climb up the stairs? S-T-A-I-R. All right, so Brother Stare, somebody who does a a, a shortwave uh, radio preaching program, uh, claimed to have intelligence sources who told him that uh, a North Korean sub did a suicide mission. That's how I get all my news. Well, it's very interesting, and I thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Look up this brother stare here so you can find out who he is. <laughs> Free Talk Live, 1-800-259-9231. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine, nutritious vitamins and minerals and a delicious chocolate taste for your picky eaters. Be sure to visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. With kids, food battles are more about control than about food. If you want to avoid a battle with your picky eater, give them a say in what they eat. At dinner, let them choose between broccoli or fruit salad. At the supermarket, give them three cereals to pick from. The more control they have, the less there is to argue about. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Dial in via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231, the live Memorial Day edition of the show. Tonight, it is Ian joining you. And Puke. And Mark. And our number again is 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All of the features there are free, so enjoy those, including archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, you can click and download. In fact, uh, the Sunday show, as you know, is has kicked off. The second week was this past weekend. Uh, we had Sam in with 280 and Ryder, a couple of new hosts, new voices uh, on the program, and then Luther joined later because he had a situation uh, that came up. You can get that. Uh, it was their first crack at uh, hosting without Mark or myself present. An so, excellent crack. I oh, good, good. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you enjoyed it. So I you approve. Can, you can download that right there on the front page at freetalklive.com. You can also go all the way back to the beginning of 2009 in our podcast, all for free, freetalklive.com. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for you to get, for you, to get your own .com domain name, whether you want a personal blog or a complete 
e-commerce business website. You can let the experts at HostGator.com host host you. Use coupon code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. That's coupon code FTL at HostGator.com. All right. So we just had a phone call here a few moments ago by Jacob in Florida who said that he heard it on a shortwave radio preacher's program that uh, said radio warning, preacher, warning, brother stare, <laughs> that stare like the stare you step on, uh, that brother stare had heard from some intelligence sources in Russia, <laughs> as though this weren't ludicrous enough, that the oil spill situation in the Gulf of Mexico right now, the BP rig, it was uh, actually a suicide mission by the Cuban, no, no, he corrected himself, the North Korean North military. Korean. Navy, actually. They oh, have submarines, I guess. Right, the North Korean submarines. Yeah, like little tuna cans. Yeah, did the submarine take the Panama Canal, or does it have to go all the way around South <laughs> Tierra America? Tierra del Fuego. South America. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't send a uh, submarine on a suicide mission to blow up an air der- um, oil derrick in uh, the Gulf of Mexico through the Panama Canal. No, I guess not. That would be crazy. I'm no military expert, but uh, Puke is here, and he was in the Army for Neither a no, I certainly don't. That's good know. enough for this show. <laughs> uh, I, I certainly have no military uh, strategic expertise. On CNN, I would be an expert. But uh, if you look at this situation, why would North Korea, presuming that what uh, this claim is was true, why would they send their submarine all the way around, halfway across the world, to blow up an oil derrick? Why not just attack one of them? I mean, there's have to be some in the Pacific, right? You would think, aren't there? Yeah, surely there are some up in Alaska or something, right? I mean, did offshore they, oil rigs. Did they believe that they would uh, they would be undetected when they did this? Clearly, the brother Stare and has his radio him. program has the connections. He's got he's the people. Got the, he's got the red telephone. I mean, right, straight I mean, to the some, KGB. Some guy hosting an obscure uh, religious show on uh, <laughs> shortwave radio and apparently up on uh, satellite. Uh, some guy ho- hosting some obscure religious channel was uh, was in uh, you know informed on this he's got the truth so it's not like north korea could go and secretly blow up uh okay we'll fool him by going halfway across the world when we could go to the one uh, one of the derricks here in the the pacific we'll go all the way around the world to the, uh, the gulf could, of mexico they, couldn't they just shoot like some of the big oil tankers maybe in the pacific or right but you see that uh, this or is or I'm if just they, speculating if north here. korea figured out where the ipads were coming from china on ships and they blew up that ship then they would have a war. But you I know mean, oil, hate, who cares about that? So you know they good. hate the technology. I mean, the, the, the North Korean people, the, the government there, uh, they hunt down people using radios. Like, you, you can't even really? have a radio. No, yeah, they hate, is, If you wow. have a radio... They hate that, communication. Right. If it's, well, yeah, that makes sense. If your radio in North Korea is tuned to a frequency, is, is, is one of the non-state-approved radios, I think they actually have state radios that just get the state radio frequency right wow. it's you either turn that sucker on up or down and that's it you know that you, there's no uh, no no changing the dial and so if you actually have some sort of a radio just an old am or fm radio that can s- scan across a band you God are, knows how they get them in there but they do violation oh wow so uh, so let's Fun let's place. let's talk a little bit more about this guy because I said, well, who is this brother stare I mean he's got some connections this brother stare let's let's find out who he is and Thankfully, Wikipedia knows these things. Is there anything that Wikipedia does not know? It well, is the uh, source of all knowledge. It is Wikipedia, and there are some sources cited here, but you always have to take it with a, with a grain of salt. But nonetheless, it's probably going to be the most complete bio of an obscure radio preacher that, uh, that we'll be able to find. So he was uh, born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, ordained a Methodist minister, but left organized religion, stating, I just call myself a Christian. 
He moved to the South in the 1950s, saying that God had told him to move there as it would be the safest place for Christians in the end time. The South. The The South? South? Yeah. In fact, I think he lives in South Carolina, uh, which would put him in the right place, because isn't that the destination of the Exodus Project? Did God use a post office or like letters or, or telephone? How did, how did he communicate with God? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we don't have him here to, to answer. To we could, you could try to get him on the show if you wanted to, Mark, and ask no. him about his, uh, <laughs> his Russian connections. No. So uh, according to uh, this, the story here, uh, Stair leads the Overcomer Ministry, a conservative Christian organization that runs a widely heard radio-based ministry. Now, I wonder what widely that means, heard. widely heard. You can hear it anywhere because <laughs> yeah, well, it's on it, the Internet. That's true. You can hear it anywhere. Well, yeah, I, th- I think it's on the Internet. It certainly is on uh, KU Band Satellite. The multiracial, multigenerational community of about 70 strive for self-sufficiency and simplicity, growing their own food and making their own clothes. Community members live in mobile homes and handmade houses, eating communal meals and gathering for Sunday, excuse me, Saturday worship in the tabernacle. They're shakers. What, now, what does that mean? Well, uh, it's a it's a offshoot of the Quaker uh, religion, and you know this communal Christian thing's been done many times. So okay, so so basically, they're like religious commies. Well, it's a religious commune. I mean, I. I, but I yet he, it's called a conservative Christian organization. So they're commie conservatives. Basically, you can live in a commune and not and still be yeah, conservative, not, not right? Not necessarily be a communist. <laughs> I, generally, hey, people sounds... that would, I would think you would find in a commune wouldn't call themselves as wouldn't call themselves conservative. Well, you got to give all your money to the preacher, right? So, they, what, what are you going to do after you give all the money to him? They dress conservatively. Women wear long skirts and men long pants and shirts with collars. Typically, work is divided along traditional gender lines, with men performing farm and manual labor and women domestic chores. Would you call the uh, the, the fundamentalist Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints folks uh, commies? I don't know. They live on a big commune with a bunch well, of different what houses. What about the right? Amish? Uh, they, don't, they don't really have communes. Though, no, they, they have they, communities but... though. Stare broadcasts from a solar-powered radio studio based in the community, often for hours at a time. He leases airtime on large-coverage AM radio stations, particularly in the nighttime hours, and uses shortwave radio to convey his message to the United States. In the 1990s, he was heard on 120 stations, though by 2007 this had been reduced to 25. Broadcast, broadcast expenditures are of about $1 million. This guy's playing with some uh, you know, yeah, pretty big cash. Yeah, where's he getting that from? Apparently, donations from his listeners. Wow. Well, gifts, man. Well, you know, televangelists and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah. They got the Jesus pry bar to open uh, their pockets. Jesus needs your money. The more I hear about these uh, religious guys, the more I think I got into the wrong business, you know? Oh, Ian, absolutely. If you had been a preacher, you know, down south, I mean, that's really probably why he's in the south. You know, he's down I, there. I got to say that, uh, that there's not much difference between Free Talk Live and uh, the, you know, the, the religious programs. It's a moral issue. So well, if we Live were to cl- declare money, our cha- ourselves preachers, uh, what's the difference? We're not as well funded as, that much uh, is true. as these guys. And like you said, apparently the Jesus message goes a little further than uh, freedom for everybody. Well, religious fanaticism has usually uh, been a much better you know, uh, source of fundage. Than, I could be described know. as a fanatic. I mean, there's certainly no, no doubt about that. And, and the both of us are the very least Quakers. So I don't know what that means. What, what's, that, what's, what's, that, what's that reference mean? I mean what? That, that we're Quakers? Oh, that we have a religion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't, yeah, but you'd have to make an offshoot Quaker religion because Quakers don't have, they don't preachers. have preachers. But they right. do in some some Quaker, yeah, some Quaker organizations. You're right. In fact, You're right. isn't it the majority of Quaker churches that uh, I that couldn't have? I couldn't speak to that kind of the, um, but uh, 
the, maybe they switch out the preachers, but there's usually somebody who's leading one of the. The Quaker New England meetings. meeting is certainly uh, different than the many Quakers around the world. Gifts uh, to their to their ministry can reach about a hundred thousand dollars in a month, and in recent years, the ministry has failed to break even. In the 1990s, Stair and the ministry uh, were partner of a failed ship-based pirate radio project. Interesting. 1-800-259-9231. We can come back and you can talk about whatever you want. There's a little bit more here about uh, this brother Stair character. We'll talk about some of the more controversial things apparently he's been involved in uh, in a moment. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll free line. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Puke. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Have you tried to lose weight before but failed? I've developed, with the help of experts, a super concentrated weight loss formula. All you have to do is take the pills. You don't have to change your lifestyle in any way. You don't have to go to the gym if you don't go to the gym. You don't have to uh, you know, diet if you're not dieting. I've priced them so that you can spend less than a dollar a day to lose the weight that you need. And all you have to do is go to LumaThinPlus.com. Lose weight the easy way with LumaThinPlus.com. Now, what happens if you take LumaThin Plus and you work out? Well, um, I mean, working out is going you to die. create <laughs> create um, <laughs> a muscle mass, and that's going to burn calories better. But uh, Lumithin Plus kind of uh, it, it's an appetite suppressant, and I see. so you know you eat a little less, and and that's. I will say the photos of you on your website are exquisitely. Yeah, yes. <laughs> did you take those? What? Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're we we were we came across. Um, a character tonight. Now, we don't really know much about this character. We only know what we've been told. Uh, you but, asked me to come here, though. But I wanted to, uh, not you, Puke, and thank oh, you for okay. being here. You've been great so far. Uh, but, yeah, we're here, by the way, Memorial Day. Uh, we're live. So we'll take your calls about anything. But yeah, one of the last calls we had was from Jacob in Florida, who uh, t- related a really out, ooh, really, I don't want to use the word crazy um, I guess I just did. He related a conspiracy outlandish? theory that was, yeah, I think outlandish is a, is a much nicer term that seemed pretty absurd. Uh, the idea that uh, the claim was that North Korea had sent a submarine on a suicide mission to attack <laughs> the uh, the oil derrick, the BP platform. You'd out think in North the... Korea would want to hang on to their submarines. They can't be having a whole lot of them around. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them that don't take on water. Just, you know, the hell with it. Blow it up. We don't need them. <laughs> so, so apparently, rather than actually launching a missile or you know a torpedo or something like that at the uh, the the oil platform uh, to cause the problem, they just barreled into, into it. it with the with the submarine. Well, the thing about conspiracy theorists is, um, and and this this probably will help you decide: am I a conspiracy theorist or not? Is if there have been no natural disasters in the last thirty or forty years. 
then you're a conspiracy theorist. If they've all been created by at least some uh, nefarious uh, quasi-governmental agency or uh, well, you know men case, behind the scenes or whatever. This is not a natural disaster. This is just an accident. So also right, but any accident, accidents an accident were, is an act of God, right? Well, also any accidents that uh, weren't created by the Bilderbergers or whatever, sure. right? If, if there haven't been any accidents, haven't been any natural z- disasters, you know, this this is the indication to you that you might be a conspiracy theorist. So the claim was that the caller had heard this, and this is how rumors get started, right? Oh, I heard it from somebody on uh, shortwave radio who said that he heard it from uh, his sources in the Russian intelligence community. Fax machines. Uh, right. And uh, so this character is called Brother Stare, born in 1933. So he's uh, approaching 80 and uh, wanted to find out a little bit more about him. Who is this man on the shortwave radio that uh, the, the listener earlier was, was referencing? And it turns out he's got his, uh, himself a ministry that, in a motel that he bought in 1978 uh, in Waterboro, Walterboro, South Carolina, where he lives with 70 followers uh, that is claimed to be multiracial and multigenerational. Uh, they uh, they try to live on their own, etc. He claims to be heard on a, a couple dozen radio stations. And what's most interesting is they're spending a million dollars, allegedly, here. Now, according to the Wikipedia story, uh, they're claiming to be spending a million dollars on their broadcasting for, for the, of this ministry that they have. A year? Uh, yes, a million dollars uh, per year. They're claiming gifts to the ministry can reach 100000 bucks a month. Uh, but in recent years, they uh, have failed to break even. Now, I'm just thinking, looking at their website, the uh, the Overcomer Ministry, overcomerministry.org, it looks like it was put together in 1996 uh, by, you know, a 13-year-old. Because <laughs> that's what a website that I would have made in, you know, nineteen. What are those, squirrels? I can't even I tell know. what that it's little the brother stare, squiggly thing is. The voice of the last day prophet of God. Well, it's voice, it's voice is all caps, so I think it's the voice. voice. Yeah, exactly. It's a yell. <laughs> oh, 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 there he is. Let's listen to him. <laughs> not kill. Oh, now that one, you'll water that around, and you'll find some way to say, well, we have to do it. Well, now just imagine that for another hour, hours upon hours. <laughs> well, hey, he was saying that you shouldn't kill. I don't, I don't know. know. We didn't listen long enough. Kill, but... We didn't listen long enough to get the, uh, the real gist of the message. I didn't want anybody <laughs> tuning in to think that uh, they were actually hearing that on their local radio station. <laughs> So, and who knows how filthy he'll get. We don't know. I mean, it's uh, yeah, that is uncensored dangerous. internet stream. Uh, well, those Southern Baptist preacher types. It doesn't seem likely, but, <laughs> and he's on a bunch of Christ- Christian radio stations, right? Supposedly. He claims. We looked them all up, um, and none of them have websites. Right. These are. Because Jesus hates websites. Well, <laughs> now, there are some Christian radio stations that have websites, and I'm sure they have very good good websites. Yeah. But they're, within the radio industry, there are a lot of, and it's not just the Christian people, it's within the radio business uh, is, th- there are just a lot of stations that, well, we don't need a website. Well, there's, there's a, a radio, radio station. station. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff that doesn't have websites that could could benefit, you know, little mom and pop stores, restaurants. Yeah. You know, you could have just just the, uh, you know, the, 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 hours. the store hours. Put the hours up there. I don't know there. how many restaurants I've looked to Give try me the and find directions. hours or a menu. I don't, I don't use the phone book, yeah. people. You don't I, I want to. those things. And Puke will make you a website. Yeah, well, you absolutely. can make your own you know, website you can, for a million bucks for his radio <laughs> right. station. You could, just, you know, throw a few bucks at a Mac and get one of those, and you know, use iWeb, and there you go, bam. Uh, What's it cost to get a website? Just to, like the, the the bare bones uh, that somebody might get. Well, I have no idea. My website, the, my personal it's website. Free. Um, yeah, well, it's it's uh, I use uh, the Mac's free program iWeb that came with the Mac, and it's a hundred dollars for their. Uh, service that includes email and and the website and stuff. So it's it's basically a hundred dollars a year 
And, uh, you know, I do have to pay extra for my uh, personal URL, doomsdaydevice.com, with hyphens. And uh, so, I mean... It's not hard. I mean, geez, you could, you, and there are probably free, aren't there like free There are all kinds of free yeah. website systems out there. I mean, you could you could put up a Facebook page if you wanted to and uh, buy a website for 10 bucks a year over at GoDaddy, and uh, you could link it uh, link it to the Facebook page if you wanted to. What a GoDaddy? Uh, what about uh, HostGator? HostGator. They're sponsoring yeah. the show. Yeah. HostGator as well. There you go. I GoDaddy mean, sucks. We when I think like. about HostGator, I was thinking of, of hosting. I didn't you realize. Can get, you can get websites there, too, and they'll, they'll host it for you. Uh, so yeah, just looking here at uh, the the Overcomers uh, website, they, you know, they're they're not doing too. I was actually uh, puke saying, what's it cost to have one, have someone build one for you? Because even if I oh, did, well, you can spend a lot on. Yeah, that. it depends on what you want. Yeah, quite. Frankly, if you want to hire I mean, a kid to do it, you can probably get it pretty cheap. And it's do- probably cheaper going to HostGator and just having using their tools and templates. Yeah, I would imagine absolutely. so. Are you going to get something like this? Uh, this this ministries thing. Am if I, you do that, what? is that what it's going to look oh, like when look, you're done? No, I, hopefully. Oh, it would good look lord, better. no, no. I mean, with a with a template, you would have from HostGator, you would have a professionally designed template by somebody that they actually, yeah, somebody who is not 83 years old. So and, I, I think the advice. By the way, I'm not, is, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be a, a bad mathing 83 year old webmasters. There are some really <laughs> spry old dudes and dudettes that are out uh, on the internet. But the advice there. I would give uh, coming out of this conversation is: if you own a business or a restaurant, spend uh, you know 20 minutes and make yourself a little website with some basic information because people my age and younger we don't use phone books i i have used the phone book uh once or twice excellent for smashing insects that you don't want to touch within the last year i I might start a a phone book once or twice just to look and see who's got the ads and who's you know paying for what ads and that kind of thing just the phone book is no usually uh, the the computer is nearby me and handy the phone book is you've got to go to some drawer and find the thing well also i don't own a phone a landline phone so i don't you don't get get phone books no no they give me phones and uh they give me don't don't they give everybody a phone book no i get two phone books a year and one of them's not even from the phone company Maybe it's because you have a house. Perhaps. I don't get the I don't second know. one. I, I got my phone book from work. I stole it from there. So huh. I've got the one. Uh, wow. I, I have one from a couple of years ago that I got from living in town. I don't even have a new one, and I have a landline phone. So okay, I want to get back to the uh, the, the brother stare here uh, from the the Wikipedia article. Learn just a little bit more about this man who's uh, donated a million dollars a year, allegedly donated to this man uh, to spread the word. I find that so amazing. But uh, uh, could be padding that their resume is what I'm thinking. That, that's that. That was my thought. This is a Wikipedia claim. I don't know where the the claim comes is there from. A site? There is a citation. Uh, anyway, Stairs teachings place a strong emphasis on millennial predictions of world changing events. People love that stuff. Resulting uh, from the divine millennium judgment. was ten years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> How are them predictions coming along? In the year 1999. <laughs> well, let's see. What did he say? In the year 1999, he said there would be such changes at the dawn of the third millennium. If the Lord, you know, the third millennium, would that be yeah. the year 2000? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if the Lord God Almighty does not make a major move before the year 2000, he said, I'll tell God to go to hell. Oh, my. <laughs> I wonder if he did. Exactly. He probably should have. Uh, but what's a major move? Y2K. I don't know. That, that didn't yeah. pan out. Um, I mean, well, he, you just want to you want to keep things general, so that way you is can it claim, before well, 2000? He claimed before he 2000. So before. you know That's something true. happened before yeah. 2000. I'm sure it was major. Stare has also received publicity over the years for several of his missed predictions, including a <laughs> nuclear war prophesied for 1988. Well, I'm glad that uh, didn't come. Yeah. <laughs> but yet people stay by him and they keep giving him money. Uh, we'll come back with more. There's a little bit more I want to talk about, Brother Stare. You can also bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Hey, America. 
How do you use WebEx? We use WebEx for our fantasy baseball draft. I use WebEx to record meetings so anyone who misses it can see it, hear it, and get up to speed quickly. My son came home from school sick yesterday. Thanks to WebEx, I didn't miss the client meeting. I saw everything right on my cell phone. Got an idea? Start a WebEx. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others, cross town or cross country. Share presentations, conduct training sessions. You can even pass the ball and let others take control. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code free trial to get a free trial and a free VoIP headset. Remember that code free trial. WebEx from Cisco. WebEx.com. Free headsets available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. Go to WebEx.com and click the radio graphic and enter promo code free trial. Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves this live Memorial Day edition. You can bring up anything. 800-259-9231 as we continue here on into the third hour of the program. Tonight, it's Ian. I am Puke. And I am Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they are free, so enjoy those on us. Features including our webcam. You can go and watch and listen to the show, as well as get interactive because there's a chat room on the same page as the webcam. By the way, the webcam has been working well. I switched back to a different uh, software. We're still on Ustream, but I was using the Ustream producer program. It just... It's got too many bugs, so I went back to their Flash uh, producer, and it's working very well. So the webcam has uh, is now in a widescreen format, and I think it's looking pretty good thanks to the lighting changes that Sam made from ObscuredTruth.com here uh, in the studio. The webcam is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com to see the webcam and chat with our other listeners. That's cam dot freetalklive.com we need chatters too come on fill it, that chat it's room. a slow night tonight huh slow, people are out yeah, barbecuing people are out getting and drunk and barbecuing you can get drunk in the free talk live chat room it's uh, done all every night it is uh memorydealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers including sfps gbix xfps and packs and x2s that are 100 percent compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers including cisco 3com foundry alcatel and hp at up to 99 percent off list price memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements including private labeling Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, MemoryDealers.com. Now, for those of you just tuning in, sometimes on Free Talk Live, your calls really do direct uh, the general direction of the show. I mean, sometimes one, one person can call in and bring up something that we never would have discussed uh, on the show had we just been left to our own show prep. Which is why Free Talk Live is such an awesome show. Right, because anything can, literally anything can happen. And so even though the the call that we're referencing happened last hour, we've been talking about that call for almost an hour as uh, as a result of what uh, what he brought up. Because he's cuckoo bananas. But. Well, so, yeah, that's some some of the more uh, the, the kooky kind of stuff. I like to I like to dig into because it's just a it's just an interesting world uh, that uh, some people live in. And in this case, this guy was listening to apparently shortwave radio, uh, was listening to one of the many shortwave preachers. There are these uh, folks out there that I don't know where these shortwave stations are. I don't know. I don't know if they're FCC licensed or what the deal is with them. But they uh, they broadcast in many cases very obscure content. 
Uh, but the the person that uh, w- this guy was listening to was claiming that the oil situation in the Gulf of Mexico with the BP rig was actually created by the now get this the North Koreans who'd sent a submarine halfway across the world just so they could kamikaze the submarine into uh, the the oil platforms uh, mining operation because they don't have torpedoes in, in North, North Korea. Korea. They it's have a, submarines but no torpedoes. No, no, they don't. <laughs> Haven't you heard that, Mark? They never North figured Korea, that out. We don't have torpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is, now it seems like a pretty abs- abs- you know, pretty absurd claim. It does seem that and right. if, you uh, know because if you're going to attack one, why not attack two or three? Well, oil for that rigs, you would you need know? two torpedoes. I, two torpedoes. Yeah, and I guess they only subs. had one suicidal nut job North Korean. Maybe person. they only had one know. submarine, and it, it might have taken them fifty years to build it. I don't know. I mean, we are talking about North Korea here. That's true. Uh, but so the claim is very, very unusual, and I figured, well, let's find out who this man is that has made the claim, and his name is Brother Stare, and this, according uh, to Wikipedia, this is the the shortwave preacher guy. He's actually got himself uh, his own satellite channel. Allegedly spends a million dollars per year on broadcasting his Just cannot ministry. believe these numbers. I, I, I find it questionable myself. Uh, but nonetheless, we were actually listening to a little bit of his, uh, his programming during the news break there. And, and he sounds just completely off his rocker insane. No, no. Well, wait a minute. What I wanted to do was give the man credit because uh, <laughs> when we sampled his show a little bit just on the air real quick in the last hour... We, you got the impression, Mark, he was anti-war, and I said, well, or, or, or puke. puke said that, yeah. uh, that, uh, that you guys kind of meld together for me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so you, you got the impression that he was anti-war, and I, I said, well, I, I don't no know. Idea we, what's going on. we hadn't heard enough, and so I listened to some more, and sure enough, he definitely did take an anti-war position. But that doesn't mean that he's not nutty in, uh, in a number of ways. Just yeah. because you, you get it on one issue doesn't mean that you uh, necessarily get it all over the map. So we were listening to a little bit more of it, and uh, and and so Mark, what what were you saying makes him makes him crazy? Just some of the the way he kind of jumps around and things, and the seventh seal of the seventh angel descending upon us. What 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 what? what? Well, Christian, yeah. it's so much of a mystery that it's hid. The Bible tells us that God has <laughs> hid it. So he's, he oh, was I'd hit it. Yeah. talking about how it's uh, it's a mystery <laughs> to be a, a Christian. So, Mark, what, what do you say? What do you say to that as a former, former Christian? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Well, I, I think that people want to, uh, you know, believe that they're, you know, dealing with powers and principalities and rulers in heaven, heavenly places, and that they can call upon Jesus's name and, and control these uh, powers, principalities, and rulers in heavenly places because you are the uh, a son of God and at the, at His right hand. You know, all this this idea that you're somehow the supernatural sorcerer in Jesus's name and. I don't know. Sounds like nut jobbery to me. Well, let's talk a little bit more about who this guy is. Uh, he's made several predictions, and of course, they haven't come true, including one for a nuclear war prophesied for 1988. Sure. Uh, nonetheless, people continue to follow his uh, ministry and uh, pour uh, allegedly a million dollars a year into it. You can always say things, something happened. God changed his mind. <laughs> Over the years. He works right? in mysterious ways, right. after all. That's always a good excuse, right? Oh, you prayed enough, and so you, you managed to, uh, to we diverted off the it. Holocaust. Uh, over the years, Stare has been involved in a number of controversies, including allegations of sexual abuse, infant deaths, that his ministry is a cult. Stare objects to medical intervention and teaches avoidance of doctors. Commune members typically follow. Okay, so that, one that, 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 that one would have to, you know, that's, that's where I imagine the infant deaths come from. I yeah. hope. I hope. <laughs> right. 
Commune members typically follow Stair's teaching, and in the 1980s and 90s, local authorities investigated after three infants died during or shortly after birth at the compound. Uh, in 1988, relatives were concerned with a couple when a couple sold their home and moved to the community in the wake of the prophecies of nuclear war and raised concerns the group was a cult whose members could not leave because Stair controlled their money. The Philadelphia mm-hmm. chapter... I imagine that's true. Of the really that uh, people give up all of their control they live, of their finances. They live together a commune, on a commune. Right? So, Who the, do you think controls the money? Well, in a commune, it should be the uh, the community that controls no, it, right? No, the the head preacher guy does. I see. The Philadelphia chapter of the Chicago-based cult awareness group was quoted as comparing the organization to a cult and stare to Jim Jones, who, as you may know, was involved in a, a mass cult suicide. Delicious Kool Aid. A business colleague described the uh, group as bizarre and that they walk around like zombies. He's David Koresh waiting to happen. <laughs> Stare denied the allegation, stating he had no power to compel people to any action, and the investigation by local law enforcement officials found no evidence of wrongdoing. Well, he may be weird, but that doesn't mean they need to, you know, get a tank and batter down his front door and burn them I all agree like with in that. Waco. In 2002, Stare, then age 68, was arrested in Walterboro, South Carolina, on two counts of criminal sexual conduct in the second degree. Two women associated with the compounded, ages 18 and 20, alleged he coerced them by enforcing his religious personal beliefs on them. In 2004, he pleaded guilty so, to... Oh, does that have a, having had sex with them? I don't know what that statement means, that uh, he coerced them by enforcing his religious personal beliefs. Again, we're going on the Wikipedia story here. In 2004, Stair pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of assault and battery by fondling the two former residents and was sentenced to time served a total of 77 days in custody. During his incarceration, recorded programs continued to be broadcast. Stair's conviction caused division in the community and about 40 members of his own community left. One refugee began his own shortwave radio program after leaving the community. <laughs> so multiplying. A little bit about uh, one man behind a microphone in a, on an obscure uh, Christian radio well, show. You, you missed the part here where it says on Wikipedia that the, uh, the infant deaths are probably caused by the Sunday night baby juggling events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to see pictures of that one. Let's go to, uh, G- uh, excuse me, Doug is listening in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Doug. Howdy. Hey, Doug. I'm listening to Ridicule Brother, Brother Stare. I personally don't... Uh, Listen to him. I've heard him on the radio uh, traveling late at night uh, several times. On radio stations? Like on Christian radio stations or something? You know, I was traveling, so I don't even know. That was years ago, and I'm glad you brought me to his uh, his webpage, because he does mention some stuff that are right on, but if, if those millennial predictions really were predicted, then... Uh, He's a false prophet. And Tell you what, you can come with. back and talk more if you want here about your thoughts. 800-259-9231. Obscure religious preachers. Uh, we'll, uh, I guess they're all religious. More coming up. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live. And sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind by dialing in toll-free. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. one 800 
259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, because we don't have the million-dollar budget that some of the, the radio preacher types have, uh, <laughs> you can send 3 bucks a month in to the Free Talk Live AMP program. It'll help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations around the country and bring more Internet listeners on board and expose new people to the ideas of freedom or, in some cases, obscure, bizarre, uh, whatever the heck people call in about it. You never know what's going to happen on Free Talk Live. Go to amp.freetalklive.com and get signed up there with any major credit card, PayPal, and some alternatives. amp.freetalklive.com Government is a wonderful thing. But you should already know that, unless you weren't paying attention in the 12 years of school, and the government that government made you int- attend, the government controlled, and that government forced your parents to pay for uh, regularly by threatening to steal their house. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. Please visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. All right, let's continue here. I think Doug is still with us in Tennessee. Doug, you're back on Free Talk Live. Hi. I, uh, um, I don't, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff I'd like to comment on because you guys went on and on and on about Brother Steer. Uh, well, first of all, I don't like that name. We'll just call him R.B. Steer. R.B. Steer. Okay. Doesn't he call no, himself? Doesn't he call R. himself? R.G. Steer. I didn't mean to misname him. Brother, I don't know what that means. Uh, I know what it means to a uh, Christian, I am a follower of Christ, and brothers in Christ are, are people who follow his word. Those that make cr- predictions of when he's going to come and then uh, are found out to not be true, then you have to start questioning did he make that, that pre- Did he make that prediction? Because the Wikipedia story was claiming that he made several predictions. Didn't It didn't outline what they all were, but that he's made a number of them that have not come true. Is it all right if if, uh, if the radio preacher uh, claims that there's going to be a nuclear holocaust in the year 1988, as long as he doesn't predict, predict when Jesus is coming back? Would, would that be a bad thing in your eyes? Or is it only if he predicts when Jesus is coming back and is wrong? Um... Hello. Is, is, if you if you're gonna absolutely predict something and it doesn't come true, and you're saying because God told you that, then that is definitely wrong. Yeah, that would, that would yeah. If you, of, especially if you said God told you it, uh, that it would really put a hole in your. Yeah, chances are good if you if somebody's saying like if somebody's predicting something, they say God told them. The chances are very, very, very good that they're that they're wrong, nuts, or both. Well, we don't go by chances, though. You have mean? to go by evidence. So what really happens? What really? What evidence is there for the predictions that are made? For instance, uh, say Alex Jones, who a lot of people call him a nutcase, got on uh, on the, his radio show and, and predicted that uh, they were going to fly a uh, airliner into a uh, World Trade Center as a false flag terror operation and not only him but who else he predicted that, that? yeah i've never heard that in the uh in the now he wasn't that specific but there was one guy yeah, the that best was predictions are the, the best predictions are the ones that aren't specific that there way will you be can... a major catastrophic right. event in 2011 well it, it was more specific with that with uh bill cooper and they they killed him for it um, i don't know who that is well, you need to look into him because he why? predicted a why lot of things. Why would I need to look things. into him? Well, first of all, do you believe that uh, 9/11 was a false flag terror operation? I don't have any beliefs about 9/11. I think that uh, I either I neither have enough information to make that claim or or to uh, refute that claim. Well, all you need to refute the th- the claim is the physics. 
to to deny or to to prove or refute the claim, you just have to look at the physics, to, the to way the building what fell. Claim? That that it that nine eleven was a false flag terror operation. So you're refuting- I believe that it was because of the physics. Okay, good for you. So as I was saying, uh, I I don't really have a, a belief on that, and I'm not going to do the research into it. What would the point of researching that the Bill Cooper be to find out that the government is evil and corrupt? Because I already know that. Because Bill Cooper brought out a, lot, a whole lot of other stuff that was true as well, and but what would the um, point of it be to research that that particular man? I'm just trying to ask you what the what the what rationale. I mean, as somebody who has a limited amount of time to spend on things in my life, why should I research this particular thing? Because I've had a lot of people call and tell me you should research X, Y, and Z. So why? Go ahead and give me a pitch. Because his predictions were, were more accurate than any others that I've seen. His and the point of learning about this would be to, to say it posthu- uh, posthumously that this man had predicted some things, and so yippee ki I mean, wh- what's the point of learning about this? To prepare. For what? To prepare for what's to come and also to possibly what head is that it supposed off, which to mean? goes back to my original, original thing before I was interrupted. If, if somebody came on the radio and exposed a plot that they had planned and we're planning on doing, and because it was made public, those plans were uh, scrapped because it was uh, people are aware of it and they couldn't get away with a false flag. Then I have a, I have no problem with somebody being wrong on on that case. Unfortunately, we cannot prove such things. Now, didn't you just claim that Alex Jones and and some other people uh, predicted the nine eleven uh, you know disaster that occurred? Why didn't they scrap that one? Because um, if, if you can well, get some audio, hard and fa- clearly it's not a hard and fast rule, Mark. If you can get audio from that prediction, that would be really awesome. There, you you can get it on infowars.com. If you want to send me your email address, I can get you the video uh, segment and forward that to you. Mark's email is mark at freetalklive.com. Now, uh, going back to this, because I still haven't been persuaded, you said that I should learn about this guy, Bill Bixby, or whatever his name was, uh, to, uh, to, that I should learn about him so I can prepare for what's coming, because you believe that this guy has been right in some predictions, and so therefore, are you, would you call yourself a follower of this man? Well, I can't be a follower of this man because he's not alive. He was killed. Oh, okay, but you, so but you'd be a follower of him posthumously in that uh, you follow what his belief system was. Presumably, he made other predictions uh, for the future that have not yet come true. To tell you the truth, I I don't know. I do know that he was. I, I don't know if if any of his predictions are uh, have yet to come to pass. Wait a minute. I thought you said earlier that uh, that his predictions were accurate, more accurate than others' predictions. You just said now that they haven't come to pass yet. Which is the real story? No, no, that's not what I'm... You're putting words in my mouth. Make sure you clarify for me. That's why I'm asking you what you said. All right. I said that his predictions, uh, and I was specifically referring to 9-11 and some of the details uh, on 9-11 that he talked about on his radio show before he was killed, which was, I think it was uh, September 20th, in September sometime. We'll just put it that way. Um, so what have you done to prepare for whatever is coming? Whatever that is. Well, to bring back uh, original, uh, to, I save up my phone books for one. You're saving your phone books, and what does that? What's that do? You use it for insulation that when it gets cold. Build a fort. No, when when, when the time gets when time gets tough, I don't want to use cardboard instead of toilet paper. Our phone books work pretty well. Why don't you just save toilet paper? 
<laughs> Are you for real? Did we just catch you in a crank call? No, I am for real. I do you save really? my phone books, but really? that's not that's not a major thing. It's just it just brought to my mind because you guys are talking about phone books. Wow! Thanks for the it call. It is for real. Appreciate hearing from you. All right. Eight hundred. I wonder if you were to wipe with the the phone book, would you get a little bit of yellow on on you? Would it, would the yellow come Does off? Or just come more off? like the black. The black would come off. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Wow! Yeah, phone books. Not buying toilet. I mean, can, you can't afford toilet paper. You could buy the industrial stuff. Probably still get a better deal than waiting for phone books. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got our news updates. You can get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, you can get it via email or Twitter or Facebook. Take your pick, or pick all three if you want. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. It's free. That's news.freetalklive.com. The Porcupine Freedom Festival is just weeks away. The 24th through the 27th of June. Uh, it's coming up here in Lancaster, New Hampshire, up north. Uh, beautiful part of New Hampshire, right next to the White Mountains at Rogers Campground. Same place it was last year. We had a blast last time around. Uh, Puke, you were out at... You've been to a few of them now, yes? Uh, yes, for the past three, three you, years since I've moved up here. And do you think that Rogers is better than the old venue? Yes, I do. Uh, I went to the uh, only. I was only there for the weekend in '07 mm-hmm. uh, when it was at uh, Gunstock, and uh, you know I was kind of like, yeah, that kind of sucked. And then I I did the entire week the next year at Gunstock, and that was not as much fun because it's so spread out. Yeah. Uh, there That's was, the biggest issue. <laughs> and even though Jason Osborne had his fantastic fun tent there, uh, it was still kind of a I don't know. You know, there was a lot of uh, trouble from the from the town. Yeah, it was and a, from the park it's a state-run park. I mean, yeah. so yeah. So last year was the first year that I had ever been to Rogers, and I absolutely loved it. It's the view was better. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know, it, it's it's more of a compact little uh, campground, so it's it's a much easier to mingle with people. Right, and walk you can still have events. hundreds and hundreds of attendees, yeah. but it's easier to get from point A to point B. It's also right near a little town, you know, that's like a mile or two away, so if you forget something, you can go to the uh, the store there. Yeah, there's a Shaw's nearby or a yeah, Walmart a or something store. like that. It's not too far away. So, uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot going on. The itinerary is up over at porkfest2010.com. Porkfest with a C, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, 2010.com. You can go and learn more about some of the events that are going to be happening. Uh, lots of different, everything from family occasions to parties. I know, Mark, you, you actually just finished interviewing Buzz uh, from Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party. That's going to be happening uh, it's one of the many, the myriad of events that will be transpiring at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. That interview will be appearing on tonight's podcast, so radio listeners will not be able to hear that. But if you grab the show later at freetalklive.com, it'll be tacked on to the very end. You did, what, about 10-minute interview Yeah, with just, uh, just wanted to find out a little bit more about it. 
So that uh, you can hear more about tonight. Go to porkfest2010.com to get registered. It's not too late. Hundreds of people are already on board, and it should be a record-setting year. It's going to be a lot of fun, and Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live. Always fun. So we continue here. Uh, We'll take your phone calls about whatever you want at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Vince listening in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Vince. Hello there, Mark and Ian. And who's your guest there? I can't... This is Puke. Puke. I appreciate your uh, your membership in uh, the... Iraq uh, Veterans Against the War? Veterans Against the War, because I was a member of the uh, the Vietnam veterans. We helped good? protest against... Well, back... I was 17 years old, so we protested against the eventual uh, draft and induction into the military. So you were know. drafted into uh, the, the Vietnam War? No. Oh. No, no, because it, as the time of events came, uh, the draft was eliminated back in, I think it's 73 or 74. Yeah, something like that, 73. And then, uh, and then we pulled out of Vietnam in 74, so. So what were your thoughts tonight, uh, Vince? Well, I wanted to mention that uh, you were talking about this overcover ministry. He sued, because uh, uh, on the other short, on the, the shortwave programs, he sued another televangelist minister for, I mean, for basically, you know, defamation of character. Now, would Jesus yeah. do something like that? I'm just just curious. Would, would well, Jesus he, sue another preacher? Well, he did because he's, I, for lack of better words, was he, this other minister, I'm not going to mention the name, but he um, wanted to have uh, airtime on his on his stations and on his airspace, and meaning uh, the other minister him, wanted to wanted to get airtime on Brother Stairs uh, Ministry. No, no, the he wanted to get on the other guys. He Stair so wanted to be on the other. Okay, yeah, so, he went to court and they lost by trial by jury, and and on his way out of the jury out of the courtroom, he cussed the jury out and said they would all go to you know where. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brother Stair, this uh, obscure shortwave preacher that we've been talking about here of the last hour, sued another minister because he wanted to get on his radio channel. The uh, they got laughed him out of court, basically, and he said naughty things to the jurors. Yeah. Thanks for the call tonight, Vince. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Couldn't have predicted the uh, the outcome. The outcome. <laughs> yeah. You'd think. Let's continue. Warren is listening in West Virginia. I bet he did predict the outcome, and I bet it went the wrong way. Warren, <laughs> you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Puke and Mark. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's on your mind? Um, yeah, I had an uh, interesting interaction with a census worker the other day, and I just wanted to see if anyone had heard of this particular threat being leveled. Okay. Um, so this lady shows up uh, with the census, big black Lincoln, well-paid lady, and uh, I invited her in because she wasn't wearing their little tag that they usually wear or whatever, and uh, she seemed nice enough. It was a very civil conversation. And uh, anyway, she, she began to describe what she was there for, which is when I described, figured out that it was the census. And uh, I apologize for being nervous the first no time. No worries. It's just us. There's nobody else listening. <laughs> just the three of us here. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, she began to you know talk about the questions, and I figured out it was the census. And... Um, so wait, point of information, is this the first time you've refused a census worker? Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, 23. I've never 
had the opportunity. But this was their first visit. As I'm sure, just to be a little more clear, this is their first uh, physical visit to your home that you know of? Uh, they had visited and left a note. Uh-huh. Uh, so I guess this was at least the second, maybe more than that. Got it. But the first but, time you um, had spoken with them. Okay, go ahead. So you, you invited her in. Yep. And uh, she was describing questions and such, and uh, feed out was the census. And, um, you know, I... I she wanted a, a name and a phone number, and she appealed to the Constitution. I said, you know, I said, why do you have any proof that I have an obligation to answer these questions or anything like that? And she said, well, the U.S. Constitution does. And I said, well, I didn't sign it. it I mean, do you have my signature on something or, you know, have I shown that I want to? And um, she said, well, you live in the U.S. And anyway, this went <laughs> on for a little while. And I said, well, you know, this isn't a personal thing. I don't mean to be offensive to you or cause you trouble. Um, I know you have to come out here and drive around and knock on people's it's houses. It's not personal. And, just give me uh, your personal information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And um, so she said, well, um, if you just give me, would, would you just give me your name? I said, well, I suppose, you know, we're having a civil conversation. I'll, uh, you know, would you give me your name? She gave me her name, and I gave her mine. And uh, she asked her phone number, and I said, would you give me your personal phone number? And she did, and I gave her mine. Um, now, how do you know she gave you her personal phone number as opposed to her office number? A lot of times when you talk to the cops and the cops will say, yeah, I'll give you my phone number. And then they give you the number of the police uh, department. Yeah, right. It was a uh, it was a number that was a cell phone prefix that we use around here. Mm-hmm. That so I heard. recognize. OK, it might be her business cell phone, I guess. Got but, it. Um, it. So you actually gave her your it. phone number? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. But I mean, you can get that. I'm in the phone book. I see. I hadn't really. It wasn't that big of a deal for her to find it anyway. But uh, then the interesting part came um, when talking about, you know, would you answer the next question? And I said, well, no, I don't, I don't think I want to. And um, what was the question? Oh, it was whatever the next one was. Okay. It was like, uh, how many people, you know, do you have any roommates or something like that? Hmm. And um, so I said, no, I, I don't think I'd like to. And she said, um, well, if you don't answer these questions, I'm going to have to send this up to my supervisor. I said, well, what, did, what would they do? And she said, well, they'll, uh, the next people to visit you will be federal marshals. <laughs> wow. Really turning up and, the heat. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, if you're the sort of, a member of the sort of organization that is going to demand that I either fill out this piece of paper or you're going to send men with guns to my house, I'm not sure I want to participate in your little yeah, I'm not sure trading phone numbers with somebody like that would have been worthwhile either. If you want no. to continue your story, I'd like you to. Hang on. 800-259-9231. We'll uh, find out how this uh, all wound up for him. Or if they're going to send the marshals out. That would be... Uh, I think this is all a bunch of hot air by people who want some information. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but we will find out over time, I think. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. Talk Live. Only moments remain. Enough time, though, for your call. If you make it right now, 800-259-9231. We will slip you in 
1-800-259-9231 tonight. It's Ian with you. And Puke. And Mark. And you can join us on our website. Puke, go ahead and give out your uh, website again. Uh, my personal website, which is uh, basically photography and a few little graphic design things, is doomsdaydevice.com. That's dooms-day-device.com. Dooms-day-device.com. Now, are you available for uh, for hire, for graphic work? Uh, yes, essentially. I, I, uh, it's, a, it's a hobby site. Um, so, you know, I do have a day job, but I, I do a lot of uh, work for, like, yourself, and uh, other you are the designer around. of the free keen logo that's correct and i've done some other work for you and you know so i, I like to uh that's sort of my uh, activist way of helping out people is uh cheap graphic design or photography work cheap but uh i think very good I, i've enjoyed the the work that uh, that i've had you do so i would hope so dooms hyphen day hyphen device.com i guess that's why i keep coming back for more uh, so you can bring up anything in these remaining moments warren is on the line with us listening in west virginia now warren you were telling us are you still there by the way Yes, it's right. Ward, actually. Oh, Ward, I apologize. Uh, That's cool. Ward, you're listening to WVTS. Now, you said you had you uh, you had a census worker come by. They You invited them inside. You didn't realize they were with the census. And it was at that point that you learned this uh, woman was trying to get some information from you. you. You traded her some info. You traded her your name for her name, your phone number for her phone number. I don't personally know if that was a worthwhile trade, but I did give my name to the census worker. Not my full name. I just gave him my, uh, my first name when, uh, when he came up. And it was in return for his name, so it was a fair deal. Uh, but then you found out that uh, she decided to threaten you because you didn't want to answer her third question. You got through the name and phone number, but the third question you didn't feel comfortable with. And uh, that's when she threatened to bring the U.S. Marshals around. What happened then? Uh, well, she mentioned that. And then, uh, you know, I, I said, you know, I don't think uh, if you're the sort of people that are going to threaten to bring men with guns around uh, because I won't fill out your paper, I don't think I want to participate. And, uh, she seemed to sort of back off that. She said, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, sending in with guns with it or anything. And I said, well, the marshals are going to come without guns. They're going to come with cattle prods. Tasers. Yeah, well, um, French ticklers are yeah. pretty frightening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she seemed to back off of that, which made me think later that it, it was an empty threat. But I don't know. Um, I've been in contact with uh, with some census people, and, and essentially, you know, they're told all kinds of stuff, too, and they don't know either. <laughs> and yeah. at this point, we have no evidence that anybody has ever had anything done with them regarding the, the census. Well, Ian? It's, it's like you said, Mark, uh, and you're right. No one has ever called with any kind of story of, of consequences uh, for not filling out the census. I haven't seen a story anywhere, but... No, certainly not. Uh, in, in fact, we know that uh, Bile from blogofbile.com went through the American Community Survey, which is their mid, um, mid-decade mid survey that they do, and he was not – I mean, they threatened him, but they never actually ended up uh, doing anything. So it's it's very likely that this bureaucrat was just simply lying to you and threatening you uh, in order to get you to cooperate. And it didn't work, but I'm sure it works on a lot of people because <laughs> who wants the U.S. Marshals to come and pay them a visit or the FBI or whatever uh, – other claim they uh, they might make. And well, of course, course, well, if they threaten you, I mean, how do they know if you fill out the right information or not? That's you know, true. Just they put don't. down false information. Are they going to check on it? I doubt it. I, I would uh, personally just uh, not be too concerned about their threats because it's pretty yeah. unlikely that they're going to do anything. Now, again, who knows? I mean, this is a violent organization and they have been... They certainly have a history of doing awful things to people that don't don't deserve it. Um, so there, it's not to say that something won't happen, but it seems pretty unlikely. And that's why I that's why I like to say that the census is a great place for people to start disobe- you know, start trying out, testing the waters 
of doing a little bit of non-cooperation. Uh, so it's not, I guess it's not technically civil disobedience because you're not really announcing it as an event in, in advance. Uh, but that would, I think, be, uh, be non-cooperation. And I think it's a fairly effective one because it really, hopefully it'll give these census workers something to think about, especially if you're being nice about your conversation and you're not being, uh, you, you know, you're not trying to confront them about the nature of the state and why they're working for an evil organization, etc. Um, and it didn't sound like you were being co- confrontive with the lady. I think that'd be confrontational. Yeah, I was, uh, I mean, I made every effort. I said, this is, you know, I don't want to be offensive. And part of the reason that I was uh, so intent, I was extremely polite is because I'm big into guns and I had a lot of them in the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I imagine that could be kind of frightening for a lady if, uh, you know, I were uh, aggressive or abrasive or anything. I seemed like she was felt all right. So, uh Warren, thanks, for, that the, was all the, thanks oh, for the story. Is there more you wanted to tell? Uh, no, except, I mean, the thing that really bothered me was my fiancé was upstairs and heard the conversation, and, I mean, it frightened her to the point where I had to, I mean, she was crying when I got up there, and I had to talk to her about it, and I just, I mean, it really made me mad. But uh, Now, why was she I mean, crying? One, was she crying because you were not being obedient enough? No, because she, like, she had no way of knowing that the federal marshal threat was a threat. You know, she hasn't researched it and stuff. And, and uh, She thinks they're really going to come for you. Yeah, she was, I mean, she was frightened. Like, she didn't want to stay there that night. Like, she thought it was an immediate sort of thing. Wow. But, uh, yeah, this is the scary. Uh, th- th- this is how frightened and scared people are of the federal government. That, this is what the federal government wants, though. Yeah. They want you to be intimidated and frightened and good on you for uh, for managing to stay strong and resist the temptation to give in to the threats. And hopefully they won't materialize into anything. Let us know if anything else uh, transpires, will you? All right. Yeah, we'll do. Yep, and also you may want to consider keeping a recording device handy in case uh, any future encounters uh, happen to where you can then uh, you can actually get that threat on tape. Uh, and then you can actually have some evidence of uh, of what happened rather than just having to recount the story. And I thank you, though, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. And don't uh, don't invite them into your home if you don't know who they are. I mean, yeah, generally a good idea. It's kind of weird. I, I would, you know, a stranger comes to your door. Sure, come on in. Look at all my guns and drug paraphernalia. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. Maybe he doesn't have any of those things. Jim is he, listening. he said he had guns. Jim, he does have guns. Yeah, Jim listening in West Virginia to WVTS. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jim. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Good. I, I spoke to you once before when you guys had uh, Carrie Ellison on about the smoking ban. Yeah, down there in, in uh, Charleston. Right. Well, um, I called about a lawsuit that we were going through with the ABC and the state and uh, gave you a heads up of what was going on about them filing bogus charges on us, trying to get us for something that they couldn't get us on. And we went in front of their court. Their court found us guilty, but then they told us that we couldn't go in front of any other court system and that if we did, so wait, 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 wait. When you say their court, you're talking about the Alcoholic Beverage Commission's like hearing. Yeah, their little courtroom. Yeah, their yeah. their employee, basically. It's and not a real was, court. It's an administrative. It's not. Well, I mean, it's not a right. real court, as in it's a criminal or civil court. It's a well, administrative hearing chamber, right? Right. They think it's a court. Right. <laughs> they act like it's a court. They want you to think it's right. a court. Right. So we went. We went in front of them, and of course, everything you know got. It was all, yeah, they, they did their job correctly and, and this and that. And, but then when it come down to it, we filed an appeal with the circuit court, the county the county courts, and they told them that they were stupid if they thought that they could pull these ropes and tell them that we couldn't do this and couldn't do that because it was a violation of our rights. 
So therefore, we have won the case so far. Wow. And what was the issue that uh, that was originally f- facing you? You're, you're a bar operator as well? or I, I don't yeah. recall all the yes, details. Yeah. Can, can you recap um, just brace, basically what uh, what our listeners well, need to know? I'm afraid to get too deep into it. Yeah, I you can, have to do it in like a minute. You have to do it in 60 seconds. Sorry? Um, say he doesn't want any repercussions. I still have a repercussion that can come back to me that if, if you know, they can they can pick and choose who they want and um, they can they can shut us down for any reason they want. Sure they can. And, if, and this, was a, this was a fact. You know, we did nothing wrong, but yet they come at us because they couldn't get us for anything. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been in the business for 17 years on and off, and it has completely changed. I've watched the favoritism factor go through the roof. It's a good old boy setup. Um, mm. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Well, I was raised not to be a butt kisser. I worked for everything I got. Good on so, you, man. So, I, you know, I didn't kiss their rear ends. And now and came we after come you to find it. out that some of them are being investigated by the federal government for taking bribes. Wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. So you, what you discovered was you went to their, their, uh, their mock hearing and of right. course, they found themselves uh, completely innocent of any kind of wrongdoing, uh, and that you're the you're the bad guy. But you then took that to the next level, and you actually you, they, it was thrown out on appeal. Yes. Oh, good for you! Congratulations! Yes. It's nice to hear the occasional story of somebody actually uh, minimizing their damage in their system. There's never a real win well, I, when it comes to uh, the bureaucrats. I wouldn't, they, I wouldn't hmm? say I minimized it because it'd have been cheaper for me to do the do the fine that they were trying to hit me with. Oh yeah. Paper a lawyer, but. It was it was a it was the purpose and the point behind it. Right, all. you left you left with your principles intact, and I thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, I, th- le- I left with, I left with a smile on my face. Good, my Jim. Career. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, the toll free number wheel. We're not going to give it to you because we're out of time. But you can go to freedomsphoenix.com to get the real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship we have with coercive governments. Freedomsphoenix.com offers up to the minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go to freedomsphoenix.com and. It has been Ian with you. And Puke. And Mark. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. The following edition of the Edgington Post interview series is brought to you by the Free Talk Live AMP program. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier today for as little as three bucks a month. Get perks and help us get on more radio stations and more internet connections at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. And here's Mark. All right, it's another edition of the Edgington Post, and uh, today I have with me Buzz. Buzz, you're you're doing the big gay dance party at at Porkfest, and I I had some questions about this. Great, great. Thanks for having me, Mark. Sure. Now, um, the, I, the big gay dance party, <laughs> yeah, Porkfest. For those that don't know about it, is. Uh, it's it's I guess hundreds of liberty lovers uh, from across the nation and and a good a good amount of them from uh, across New Hampshire come to, you know, let it all hang out for a week or so at uh, at Rogers Campgrounds and I couldn't tell you the date but I know it's at the end of June. Do you know it? Um. Yeah. The actual dates is uh the twenty fourth through the twenty seventh I think. But everybody's okay. coming early and staying late. So. Yeah, that, a lot of people really want to do that. <laughs> so, and and one of the events, and I think it's on Friday night, is that right? It was Friday afternoon. Is the big gay dance party? Absolutely. So now <laughs> it's a it's a dance party in the afternoon. Um, yeah, it's a, a tea party. Um, tea oh. parties uh, generally uh, happen in the afternoon around the time of high tea. So everyone um, will be drinking tea. So- uh no. <laughs> no, probably not a lot of tea consumed. No, everybody will be drinking uh, probably beer or whatever they bring. There's um, a lot of so. beer. Yeah. 
Um, generally, yes. So, generally so speaking, yes. What, what can one expect at this uh, big gay dance party? Um, well, you know, frankly, frankly, I'm I'm just a little overwhelmed by all the attention this party is it's receiving. It's a great name. Um, that's all. I, well, you know, I I, had, <laughs> I I I thought I'd just you know would put an event event together on Facebook, you know, and get get like twenty or thirty people to come over. But this thing has turned into something far greater than I had you know ever imagined happening. Um, this this is turning into a monster, like pretty much like the federal deficit. You did call it a um, big gay dance party. I, I did. I did. My party of 20 has turned into a party of 200 in, in short notice. Yeah, easily. Um, and, you know, I, I think at this point that 200 figure is probably being modest. So um, who's going to play the music? I, I, um, I sent um, a bunch of songs, uh, you know, like four and a half hours of music to a friend of mine who's a DJ. She's mm-hmm. a professional DJ. And um, what she'll do is uh, beat match everything and just keep the party going. But there'll see. be like no pause in the music. So she'll send me back an MP3 and I'll just press play and, and the music will go for three hours. So and, I can't, you know, the name makes me think of like uh, late 80s, early 90s, early 90s gay bar music. And, uh, you know, that that makes me think of uh, Erasure, Yaz. Uh, you expect anything no, like this? No, no, no. This <sighs> is this is definitely more along the lines of uh, true gay dance club music. And what is that? I mean, oh, it, it runs the gamut, really. Um, it can be anything from, you know, uh, uh, campiness um, to Grace Jones to Missy <laughs> Elliott to you name it. <laughs> well, so, any party with Grace Jones is is a good party. Right, right. So, um, uh, you know, it's it's kind of the uh, the best way I can probably describe it is um, gay techno house. <laughs> now, so, people that uh, people that are going to go to this event, what 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 do they need to bring to prepare? What what do they need to expect? I think we should have a prerequisite that everyone should be required to watch Priscilla, Queen of the Desert on Net, you know, order it on their Netflix uh, and watch Priscilla, Queen of the Desert uh, prior to coming. I I, I probably should get that then. (laughs) That might be a big help. Um, I've also got a primer video on my um, Facebook uh, invitation page um, that gives you a little clip of what a gay dance party is like, uh, a tea dance. Uh, It's from a tea dance uh, in Provincetown, Massachusetts, which is a big, big gay resort. Um, So So, uh, people can go to what, what, Facebook.com slash... It's um whatever just let's, let's just type in Buzz's big gay dance party and it. It, it should come right up yeah yeah <laughs> there can't be too many Buzz's big gay dance parties out there in the world yeah no there's not <laughs> so this is going to be an open carry event too um well if people are going to be drinking I hedge a little to um you know um, I I I personally um won't be open carrying at this event I mean even though I'm a huge Second uh, Amendment rights supporter and um do some work with that. Um, I just feel like, you know, when alcohol and guns, I'm just going to take mine off and lock it away. That's um, how I so feel generally. But, uh, you know, some it, it, it's going to be happening. Pork Fest people are going to be drinking and open carrying, and we've never had an incident yet. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to discourage anyone or, you know, or chastise anyone to take their gun off or, or whatever. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a party. It's, it's, you know, uh, make, make, make what you will of it. So, 
So the uh, the, the video, uh, you think the video on uh, Facebook there at uh, uh, you know Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party um, on the the page on Facebook, you think that ought to get people to have some idea of what they're going to be dealing with here? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, if if you need some background in that, um, the uh, there's a, a quick uh, three minute YouTube video from a from a tea dance. Uh, with about, I don't know, there's probably like five or six hundred people there <laughs> now, dancing, all dancing. So, is it, it? It's no prerequisite to be gay to go to this event, right? Oh no, I mean, you know, let's be realistic here, Mark. I mean, ninety-five percent of the people that come to this party are probably going to be straight. You know, that's probably um, true. Yeah, and um, it, although know, it will give you an opportunity to to, uh, to look for the uh, the available women. Well, the, you know, the ulterior motive of this party was actually trying to increase my own dating pool here in New <laughs> Hampshire. So, um, but, you know, my, my problem uh, that I find here, you know, or just about anywhere, is the vast majority of gays and lesbians are Obama supporters. So it kind of limits my field. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel you. I can totally get it. <laughs> You know, the guys think they have problems picking up women here in, in the free state, but, uh, you know, I, my, mine are only exponentially worse. <laughs> Makes perfectly good sense. <laughs> it's hard It's hard to find uh, somebody who's, uh, who's up for it and uh, not an Obama supporter. Right, right. There you have it. All right. So um, check out uh, Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party um, on Facebook. Just uh, you know, put it in the search bar, and, and it ought to come up. Anything else you need you need to get out before we go, Buzz? Well, um, yeah, quickly. I mean, you know, this this whole party uh, started out just to be a, a, a small fundraiser for outright libertarians of New Hampshire, ah. um, you know, to be able to get – you know, I wanted to be able to get a banner and pay for some literature so we can represent, um, you know, at a table at Liberty events. That's a good idea. Um, the outright libertarians uh, are, you know, the gay libertarians. And um, uh, outright libertarians of New Hampshire is just getting cranked back up. So this is our first little impromptu fundraiser, and it just turned into something <laughs> so totally huge. But, you know, <laughs> we want to bring more liberty-minded gays to New Hampshire. Um so in and of itself, we, we first have to expose outright libertarians uh, to the gay and lesbian general population and let them know that there is an alternative to the Democratic Party. Um, so, you know, that's, that, that's our main priority with this, with this party. And um, I'm, just, I'm just really happy at the response and, and just, uh, the, over, the overwhelming uh, love everybody's shown. And um, this, you know... This this party, you know, it's it's all about having fun and and just taking a breather from politics and differences and just common stresses of life in general. You know, this this is all about having fun and having a great time, and uh, you know, trying to uh, you know raise a little money so we can do the politics later. Sounds good. Thanks, Buzz. Thank you, Mark. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. 
on your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.